Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Listen. Ooh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. We got a special. Special. <laughs> special guest, Mr. Lance Mountain, is here. Happy New Year, Lance. Happy New Year. Thanks Man. for uh, yeah, thanks for finally came. Your show is hey. awesome. <laughs> Your show is awesome. Thank you. Bro. I was too scared to come on. No, it. no. I was. We, hey, we, appreciate, <laughs> we appreciate it. No reason for that. Yeah, we we're stoked to have you here. I know. And it took me a while to get these gifts. Oh, you brought, uh, you brought yeah, gifts? Yeah, you brought, yeah, yeah it's, oh that's why it's, gosh, it also man. took a while. Not gifts, I should say gift. Oh, one like, gift. One gift. Okay. Wow. Well, I got <laughs> junk. <laughs> I got one gift. Okay. And then I was like, well, there's three guys. I'm going to just get some junk around. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> but the real gift is, it was just, it's like 2018, what is it, 19? Yeah. <laughs> I figured the, you got to update to new technology. Uh-oh. You got old technology. You, you got old technology. You talking about, <laughs> are you talking about the Switch for Manny Lance? You got some what old technology you, over there. That's an <laughs> iPad. And so I got, you got? This, I got some new technology for what you. What is this? Okay, so... Um, this is... Well, this is what it really is. It's, okay. This is uh, incredible, this actually. Is, what is to this? To replace the iPad over the here. Switch, okay. But what is that? since it needed this to have a little stand, I had to put it on a... This is a photo of me when I was a kid on clay wheels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as Hackett that's would a, call it in my Amish outfit. Those pants are a little high water, by the way. Here is the... Um, the little above the belly button, I think. Oh. Got a flip book. You made a flip yes. book nine uh, switch flip yes. Manny. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Thank you so much, so awesome. Lance. Look at this. Huh? Wow. <laughs> it took me to, let me see. Huh? Is it from the start like it, this? No, it's the other way. Oh, you got to go from the back? Up. I think okay, so. Okay, like that. That's how it works. <laughs> That's so cool. That, that is, is incredible. Oh, and it, and it loops, actually. It loops. <laughs> it, it does loop. I know it loops. Yeah. There's one on every single page? Yeah, it loops. That's amazing. No, but it's not one, is it? It loops, loops about three or four times. Yeah. Kelly, will you hold this up and uh, do it throughout the episode? <laughs> please? That'd be, that'd be, just stick, come stand over here, Kelly. I was thinking I could This is your new spot. I was thinking I could do it. This is your new spot over here. Thank you. Lance, thank you so much. Amazing. That's incredible, bro. Wow. Okay, I'm going to have to put that. You collect videos and everything, right? I've clicked all of it. Yeah. Crap. So do you, have, do you have this one? I don't have that one. What is that? <laughs> you said you it's didn't the first have that firm one. video. I think no. I heard you say you didn't have that nope, one. Don't have it. Wow. La Boida. Raj, you gotta get a. <laughs> you gotta get a VCR now. I know. You're here. I didn't know what you need. I, I wanted you to come on the show, and this is. You just want to see the four on one guy. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh. I've been watching every single video. I, I can't wear these. I need to. I, go I ahead. Need to wear this. Go ahead. I'll be Perfect. I'm not gonna be wearing this. And then there's these. You guys can. Um, what is this? These are just little. Uh, <clears throat> oh, little notebooks. These are little notebook things. Wow. Oh, is that sick? Thank you. I don't know. Oh, is that Costin on the cover? Yeah, there's a Costin one. B A. What? And then there's me. So you no can way. Choose their photo. Thank so you sick. so much. Thank you. That's wow. I was trying to Moleskin. I was that's trying incredible. to give it up, and I shouldn't even mention it. Go ahead. But you, you're probably an S collector, right? Yeah, for sure. I didn't find it. And I was gonna bring it. I was gonna bring you the uh, Atiba's chomp on this. Oh shoe. wow! Damn. I still have it. Wait, you have a whole collection of things. Like I'm getting rid of it. What, 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 <laughs> what is that called again? It's uh, junk. 
<laughs> Some people call it a museum. No, but you're like either selling stuff on like the on on Instagram or whatever. I moved, so I had everything in storage, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna when I bring the stuff into the house because I got I bought a house or basically built a house in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only gonna bring in the stuff I really like. I'm gonna see, use, touch, totally, and I'm gonna start getting rid of the stuff I. It's it's all great stuff, but it's just like I can't have it all. Yeah, and so I basically can't hold on to Stevie's dredge forever. No, that I can hang on. <laughs> and I can probably hang on to that shoe. But somehow I couldn't find it, so I, maybe that meant I'm not supposed to give it up. <laughs> Why are you holding on to people's dreadlocks? Man? What's going on? What is this? Uh, did he cut them and then you saved them, or did you trim them off him yourself? He, you know, he cut them off. Oh, he did. Yeah, he cut them off. He had extensions, hair extensions. Oh, so they're not. They're not dreadlocks, they're hair extensions. They're extensions. Put them in a bag and stuff. Well, if you, ever, <laughs> if you ever need them. That would have been awesome if you brought those, yeah. Hair extensions. <laughs> Poor man's collecting. It's all sentimental, though, Colin right? McKay had a cast, and he cut it off at this contest, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save that. You can save it. Yeah. And then I got Mike V's check from Venture once, and well, just save that. What's the most, <laughs> what, what do you think in your collection is the most random thing? Everyone says the hair, so it's like that's someone ra- else's hair. Is that's the most random? Like a voodoo doll. What about behind you? You said you had those, a Cadillac thing or like a... That's the horn from the Cadillac in Animal Chin. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> is that the only thing you saved from the Cadillac is the horn? How'd you get that out? Just rip it out? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> well, Stasik's amazing. Like mm-hmm. he had, he always does these art things. So everything that he does kind of crossed into all these other projects he always used to do mm-hmm. before Pal Dogtown here, all that stuff. And he had these shows where he had, I think it was offensive to cut. He would cut the cattle. He would cut the wings off Cadillacs, and he had an art show with the wings. So somehow that just turned into what we did in Animal Chin. Yeah. Because that was kind of what he was doing like the at the time. Or whatever they call it, yeah. And oh, so we okay. cut him off there. But I think it was really because he was going to cut him off and have him for his art show anyways. And right. We're driving the Cadillac around and... Popped the horn out. I don't really remember. I just always saved like little bits and pieces of skating. Memorabilia. Like, yeah, memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, things, yeah. For just sure. memory things. Not buying or collecting or paying for them. Just, right. Um, did you keep the uh, button in the glove compartment? No. <laughs> I don't even know if there was one. i don't know i think i've always uh i have a theory it's not a theory i just um i grew up in a great time for skateboarding and um i wasn't the cool thing about it is i i kind of look i look at Dwayne peters sometimes and i think he has the same thing it's like a little you have we have a cool it's a little chip on our shoulder okay because we were around but not part of so he's like one of the oldest dudes. Okay. But he's known, Dwayne is known from 1980, 79, 80. But he skated all the way back in 74 too. Sure. You know, while these other guys are known. And so he's, it's all, skateboarding is all about being at the right place at the right time with the right people and being known. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. that the eras of skateboarding are basically when you start not when you're known. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I never thought I was ever going to be part of it. I was sitting in my room in Alhambra. Right. And dreaming about it and stuff. And my friends were a little bit older, four or five years older. And I was, they're kind of, I'd kind of get the, you're kind of a poser. You were a poser. I was a poser because um, I was into all of it. So the aesthetic of it or whatever. So we were mimicking and playing skateboarding. And they were 
we're skateboarders. They were skaters. You're just living there, yeah. We're skateboarders. Why are you right. playing skateboarding? Um, why are you dressing up like that? And I'm like, well, because this guy's doing this. Or why are you doing that? Because that guy's doing it. And I was like, that's not what it's about. It's about skateboarding. But they stopped skating. <laughs> but, see, yeah. <laughs> uh, so who was a real skateboarder? Yeah. Is the I, make... I was more of a dreamer of it. Um, Lucero in... and I have talked about it. It's like, we played skateboarding. People played cowboy and Indians. We played skateboarding. So whatever was... And, you know, that's kind of part of it. It's like, uh, it's more than just the act of it. It's it's so much of the um, things that emotionally draw you to it. But how do you make the distinction between playing it and doing it? Like, what's the... Because eventually it turned into doing it. Just, no, I'm still playing it. You're still playing it? I'm, probably playing, I'm okay. probably playing it more now than yeah, I ever did. Sure, I could imagine. <laughs> Trying to play it more now than I ever did. No, I... Um, you know, when you start, I mean, everyone's, everyone I think has the same thing, even kid today. It's like you find this thing that feels or seems different and, mm-hmm. you, and you, and you all want belonging and you find belonging in that sure. thing. And when we were kids, there was a toy. It's a toy, yeah. A lot of them were available because um, in the late 60s, mid 60s, um, there was like basically a boom of clay wheeled mm-hmm. marketed skateboards that With were the black knights and all that black knights fight a pack those kind of boards or whatever mm-hmm. were available boards and a lot of them had them and they kind of just because they didn't work that great or whatever they kind of came and went but everyone had them in the garage okay yeah <laughs> everyone had them so the friend that i had that was five years older than my, me had his mm-hmm. and it came out every once in a while or whatever but in uh mid 70s like 73 74 the urethane wheel came out and so there was another boom and so all those all the crummy ones came out and they were the hand-me-downs to the friend Mm -hmm. so we all started on clay wheels because our older friend had the better product which is a urethane wheel now but the clay wheels you were just kind of maybe just skating you weren't skating skating when the clay wheels right did you see that photo I have clay wheels in that photo. It's covered up by my switchboard handy. Uh, <laughs> it needs to be covered up. Yeah. <laughs> need, no, I mean, arguably, no, we weren't skating. Just cruising around. Just, just cruising. Right. That was skating. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. <laughs> you know, we had no idea what it was. It was, you... Um, Love those plaid pants, by the way. Those are yeah, Amish. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we played tag on them. Oh, we, yeah. We sat, we put them on boxes on them, and we sat and went down the hill and hit gotcha. the ivy and yeah. flew into the ivy. <laughs> Um, and we started playing games, tic-tac-tag, you know, that was, and Evil Knievel was really like the thing. Gotcha. And so everyone on every block got a cinder block and put a piece of wood and flew off it on their bike or some, yeah. or a skateboard. And so you started hopping around and doing stuff. Um, but instantly, just like everything else, once a thing is seen, mm-hmm. people start figuring out how to compete. It's the nature, yeah. Nothing's wrong with it. And it's usually close. It's like, oh, he's, like, my friend's really, he's, I wasn't even competing. He was just better. He's better. And there was groups of, I mean, I was in Alhambra, and there was tons of kids skateboarding. Oh, Tons. For this short period of time, there was was a place, Arby's Bank, and you go there, and there's 50 kids there. And they're hand, doing handstands and 360s and nose wheelies, and it's, all of a sudden, it's, there's maneuvers. Sure. And so I was connected to it real quickly because it was like, oh, this is something, just like every kid, it's like, oh, this is something I can do whatever I want, however I want, by myself with it. And I feel like I can, there's something here rather than 
eh, I'm not going to really be fast enough for track or right. None of those things are interesting. You're free. You don't have to conform to yeah. what the court isn't told. Exactly. There isn't yeah. a court. Yeah. Right. The There's rules no... in the court are not prescribed. They're not present. And that's why any kid is interested in skateboarding. Sure. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you start, then you start seeing, oh, well, there is rules. There is, oh, that guy. And instantly it was, how many 360s can you do? How many 360s can you do? <laughs> how many 360s was what made you good? Just spinning around, like like on the back wheels? When you guys grew up, is how high can you ollie probably, right? Yeah. yeah. How high can you ollie? How high can you ollie? It was how many 360s can you do? I could ollie four boards. I don't know if four was high or not. <laughs> <laughs> how many 360s could you boards? do? I could not do them. I could, oh. do, I could do nine. I did nine at the most when I was a kid. Nine's a lot though. Yeah. Oh no! There's guys that did. There's guys still that can do 100. <laughs> there's guys that are still going. Yeah, from that, from that era, they're still they're still spinning. But when you were young, if you made three 360s, you broke a certain level. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you could do six, you broke a certain level. And I was kind of at the three to six level. Okay. And there was dudes that were doing nine and above, and you know, up to thirty and forty, and nose wheelie 360s, and and so right at that time there was. Guys, famous guys, Ed Natalin, Russ Howell, Skitch Hitchcock. These were the guys that were known for skateboarding. I I dug them because they were the known guys. In your in your area? Or no, just no, known, this known. is in this professional is, skateboarding gotcha, or whatever. Okay. They're known, like the Alva. They can do a lot of 360s. Like Tony, a lot of 360s. Like Tony Alva or whatever. Sure. But, but then Alva and those guys came in and... They had an aesthetic which was more surfing mm -hmm. and it was more aggression and more bank riding, even though they could freestyle. And that was like, okay, I connect to that. Right. That's what got me because I could do that better than the actual technical, what was technical at the time. Sure. No, How did you see them doing this? Like, was it through magazines or videos or? No, I saw, I saw my friends doing it first. Oh, oh Okay. I saw my friends doing all this stuff because, like I said, it was, there was a boom. And mm -hmm. there was a, my friend Enrique Esparza, this kid Chris Genevieve, lived down the street, Stuart Fong. There was local guys that were, for all I knew, were pro. Mm -hmm. Because... They were good. They were good. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't, I didn't feel or get good until this switch came where it was like, and it came real quick. Um. What caught me to skateboarding is when I saw a magazine, the first magazine I saw was in 75. It was down at the bottom of the hill. We had a bike shop. I went down there and got this magazine called Skateboard. Okay. And it was in 1975. And even though right when I started, I instantly, you know, we did about a year and a half or whatever, just Tic Tacs sitting in boxes. Sure. As soon as I saw that it was, I wasn't doing 30 360s, I was going to do three. I'm like, <laughs> there's got to be something else. This is going to go the same way as anything else. I seem to be going the same way. Like, I'm not going to be good at this. Right. But I saw this magazine and it was the first magazine I ever saw. And it was Skateboard Mag. It's called Skateboard. 1975. I got it. And it's this guy, Steve Monahan. And he was just, he was doing a wheelie through a puddle. <laughs> through water and it was splashing up just cruising through and, the and the i puddle. think i think that really made the huge impact on me of me understanding that early that i connected to something that wasn't 9 10 15 360s it was riding through water riding through water and you can get the cover 
You know what I mean? And it looked cool. It looked cool, yeah. yeah. And it made you feel something more than if I practiced and practiced and practiced and beat Stuart and get 10 360s and he did none. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but competition is all, skateboarding is all competition. It's just how you do it. And mm. So that, I think, was really enough for me to go, it just, oh, I love this thing. Mm-hmm. Took off. And so it was an aesthetic. Yeah. The photos meant a lot of stuff to me and... And so I jumped through whatever was looking good. The guy at skate park was good. I wanted some of that. This board looked good. I wanted some of that. You know, mm. that's why I became the poser. I was like, I have photos after photos of me with the Alba Fedora, the Alba board. Um, Tom Inouye was a local guy. Tom Inouye and Chris Tropa were local guys, were pros that lived in the Montebello area. And he had an interesting style. He had broken his arm and his arm was broke. And so he still skates. He's, oh. You probably know Tom. He's Bryce Knight's friends up. In, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And he had, he broke his arm, so his arm was like that. And there was a period of time, my friends would be like, "Why are you trying to hold your arm like him?" And why? <laughs> I don't. I, maybe I was. Maybe I wasn't. I don't know. These guys rules. <laughs> just so I'm just like joining in. I don't <laughs> right, know. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and so that's why I say playing skateboarding. Okay. We're uh, full on fans of it. Yeah, yeah. I think course. people really do play. Like they do. They it, you I always think kids when they're young they always do that. Yeah. Oh, you try to emulate your favorite skateboard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If of you course. talk to Alvin, those guys they all say we emulated Bertelman. We mm-hmm. emulated these surfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't emulating skaters because there wasn't And then don't get me wrong, I've never emulated my peers. No peer will ever say, "Oh, I was emulating my peer." Like, yeah. No, we have these giant egos. We only <laughs> sure. we emulated this guy before us, or the surfer, or the someone that had nothing to do. Like, yeah, I have an ego too. So <laughs> you know how it is. It's like yeah, I've, yeah. I've never tried to emulate Costin ever, <laughs> like, ever. No, no one did. <laughs> you do emulate your peers totally. So. Oh, start- that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Kelly Grandma's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, every, every year has their dudes that were like these pivotal people that changed it. And it's mm-hmm. either they changed it in the, the way they skated, the terrain they skated, the approach they skated, the style they skated, or what they presented it to be. Right. Um, some people can do that in competition. Some people can do it in video. Some people can do it in photos. Some people can, it's just, that is what makes it, that's what makes it great. Yeah. Um, and well, those greats are the ones that become the remembered greats. That's true. That's true. And you said that uh, like the turning point was for you was like Jay Adams and all these people going off into a different direction. They didn't really call it freestyle. No. It's called freestyle, but it was called skateboarding. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. there you go. Yeah. You know? Sure. And <laughs> Stesic is a huge influence on this because a lot of people reading Stesic's stories got this feeling of the um, the attitude of skateboarding mm-hmm. or the feeling of what it's supposed to be or whatever. I didn't sure. read. I didn't read. Sorry. But he also shot photos. And there's photos of Constantino doing a two-handed, grabbing the tail and the nose and just bunny hopping and pulling it off a curb. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. That's so much better than a 360. Probably feels better, too. Kind of wasn't. Yeah. But <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was, because it, it, was, a, it, was an, uh, it was an emotional thing. It's like you're scaring yourself, you're doing stuff. That's true. There's right. obviously a fine line where all those things mix. Mm. This is one of the reasons Alba was known. 
is once competition came, he competed on those guys' level. He downhilled, he freestyled, mm-hmm. he high jumped, he did whatever he had to do in competition. Right. But he was a mainly a, a, a surfer bank rider mm-hmm. that ended up chasing that feeling to find vertical. Right. So that it, it split at that point where these guys were chasing this feeling and ultimately trying to find that vertical wall. And they found backyard pools. The industry is so far behind always. Sure. They never had pool contests. Alvin never entered a pool contest. Huh. Was, no, there was no contest in a backyard pool. It was like in the articles and everything, everyone was like, yeah, Alva's a, Alva's a few years ahead. He's a step ahead. He's kind of like cutting the... Cutting, you know, breaking ground, breaking yeah. ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was articles about it and little things, but was there a competition showing that? No, no, never. We can't do that. That's in the backyards. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, how That's are you going to do? How are you sure. going to do it? Blah blah blah. Then they built skate parks. Mm-hmm. Six months later, yeah, they have a pool contest. Right. Someone like Steve Alba has already passed. He's gone. Steve Alba wins the first pool contest. Okay. Olsen was here. There was another one. Olsen won the first pool contest. (laughs) 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 Um, So trying to figure out how you put that into a box and make it competitive Mm. um, is always a little behind. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the skaters know. And they already had already stated, Alva's ahead of time. Alva's ahead of time. But by the time they came to competition, Alva didn't win a, a, a skate park pool contest. Huh. There wasn't one form. Right. We have that today, yesterday, during your era, during True. everyone's era, yeah, during yeah, the world, yeah. every era. It's mm-hmm. just, the, it's a, always a little late to show the, the people that what we naturally respect as a skateboarder. Right. We respect the ones who wrote the new song. We don't go, hey, let's figure out how to have a competition and see who can play the Sex Pistols song better. Sure. Yeah. That's kind of what competition has to do. Yeah. But we, as a group of dudes, pick and choose who we decide lead. This episode is supported by AG1. When I first started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel a real difference in my daily health. I also had more energy, and I also noticed I felt more relaxed and I could focus easier. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I also love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium and vitamin D for energy support, adaptogens to balance my body's stress level, vitamin C and zinc to help support my immune health. I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner with us for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash nine club. That's drinkag1.com slash nine club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B. Go check it out. It's almost like, you know, even the street leagues of today is like the skaters are almost getting so much better 
than the contests that it's they're they're passing it up almost you know well the stuff they're doing on the street yeah in a weird way natural evolution oh we're yeah gonna, we're gonna get into this now. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the olympics huh? no, yeah. it's, <laughs> no it's it's uh, but do you think street league will do like a 20 stair handrail no it's 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 always done this it did it for us it's what it's why street skating is so big. Yeah. It, it finally figured out, wow, this is what you guys do. You go back and forth on a half pipe. Let's put it in an arena and do that for five years. Sure. And you can all just drive that into the ground. And we will all, we're all making money. This is all doing good, right? And then, no, skateboarding's over here doing something it's doing else. doing something else, yeah. The visionaries, we don't have visionaries. We don't have visionaries leading uh, the industry. Right now or just ever? No, Stacy was awesome. Stacy and Fausto, when they got together and it was kind of dying, mm -hmm. they got together and did their best to lead those things. And we they did a good contest. job. Mm. But it was changing so much that you could, you could change with it. Yeah. And skateboarding, those things always, they're good for two years, three years, four years, and you got to move. You got mm -hmm. to move. And if you don't understand that skateboarding is moving you will build something to set up your little empire that is already defunct by the time you figured out what it is sure mm -hmm. and oh, the yeah. skaters know it but you don't right and that's where we are we've been that a lot i think oh it's horrible but i think it it really came about in the world industry years yeah when rocco was able he he had so much he he gained so much of the industry he owned basically seventy percent of the skateboarders that mm. mattered yeah maybe more maybe That's ninety true. percent of the skateboarders <laughs> mattered and at that point the industry stopped having skateboard contests mm -hmm. um, skateboard contests were designed to it was all about video parts and well skateboard contests in the in the first in the be very beginning was designed to do like everything else. Uh, let's make it a sport that people can understand and put it on the ABC. There you go. And those guys try to run it and do whatever. And Alvin, these guys were doing what they're doing, like just destroying the whole concept of that. Mm -hmm. And so skateboarding was small. And so the industry, which is, you know, what I'm just going to say Stacy and Fausto got together. There's other people, but yeah. they really got together and said, hey, this thing's so dead. How can we nurture it? made a magazine, made contests, and it was bouncing around from, oh, we have pool contests. Oh, those are dying. Let's have backyard ram contests. Oh, like he saw, Stacy saw the kids were riding in the streets. street again. Yeah. Let's, mm -hmm. let's try to, let's try to um, have street events or do things. And, and it was changing so fast that they were able to at least move with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if it's a little bit behind, it's always going to be behind. Sure. Absolutely. But it's at least moving with it, if that makes sense. Um, we can get into that, but that's it. That's a whole other conversation. I was going to bring the little trophy I got. Um, oh, would you? I was going to bring this trophy because you're not supposed to bring trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring your first place trophy? No, but the, I was going to bring it for this this point, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a first place trophy, but it represents what I'm talking about. Um, it's the con it's a, I won a street contest in 1990 right yeah. after I broke my ankle and came back. And that contest should have been set up for Matt Hensley to win. Oh. I won it. Matt Hensley got second. Whoa. The only reason I won it is because there was still, uh, it was still an obstacle course. Oh. It didn't represent what Hensley had brought to skateboarding yet. Mm -hmm. 
And so I, I keep it. I'm proud of being a, a, a dude that shouldn't. <laughs> I got it started in loose ball bearings, being able to beat uh, Matt Hensley in a street contest. So I'm proud of that. But sure. I also am very proud that, proud's not the right word. I'm very aware and love that tr trophy in my mind that that was Hensley's contest. Mm. And if skateboarding would have done the right thing, it would have been Hensley's contest. So that's happened. I mean, I've had these conversations like Savannah, second Savannah Slamma. We're building this. We're entering the contest. We're judging the contest. We're building the contest. By that second Savannah Slamma, Mike V is maybe in it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're still building stuff that I can ride. Right. And Mike's like, you're building stuff you can ride. And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. But it's, the system is off. The system should be trying to, I'm not, nothing's wrong with the obstacle contest. Yeah. But there should be a contest for this, 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 and that, or well, whatever. Maybe a, maybe a street plant contest. There you, know you I mean? go. Yeah. Maybe a curb contest, maybe a whatever, like whatever these guys are doing, because they're, they're, they're pushing it. They're changing it. They're moving it. Mm -hmm. It's always kind of too young to do that, but typically everyone has to kind of join in and enter this thing that's not really anybody's era. Right. But that's skateboarding. It, we adapt. Who can come here and adapt? I'm, I'm proud of that too. Like, yeah, it's obstacles. We can adapt. We, could, we did board slide, but we, there was a big vert wall that we could go higher or whatever. Do you? Sure. So that always happens. But I think what happened in the era when um, uh, Steve was able to have all the, these riders, he was very obviously like, um, he wasn't doing contests. It's going to be all video. Yeah, yeah. Turns out what I think happened is that gave way for a second industry to start. Like that gave the ability for us as skateboarders to go, this guy's doing 7360s, but I don't care. <laughs> Jay Adams is amazing, gives me a feeling, mm -hmm. I want that. Right. It took the ability for us as skateboarding to sh spotlight that or show that. Because there was no contest for Cream Campbell and Guy Mariano to show their goods. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. A whole other industry set it up and said, nah, they're video skaters. Here's the, here's the, here's the, uh, these are contest skaters. These are video skaters. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not going to say that Templeton and Mike V, people crossed over mm -hmm. that are the right guys and are, you know, but that also, it also sets up, hey, anybody that wants to learn this, come learn it. Yeah. Just like any other sport. But that's not the, that's not the premise of what we do. Right. The premise of what we do is you have the toy and you make up the arena. There you go. And so it didn't do much back in that day. It didn't like collapse anything, but it was a slow process yeah. that you have dudes that you can't sell skateboards winning the, the, the highest event. And you guys have highest winning event. Doesn't say that the guys winning the highest event isn't the best guy, but it, those are two separate industries now. Yeah. And now that the money's from outside, there's no money going into this industry because they can't, you can't understand. No, no, no. I'm telling you, this guy wrote the song that Elvis Presley's playing. Yeah, 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 whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's not knocking contests now, and that's not knocking the writers that have contests now. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying the visionary, there's no visionaries behind it setting it up and doing it. Right. And I want to say, I have a lot of guys that are, are headstrong, pool dude. That's who, that's kind of my friends. <laughs> yeah. Hate Street League. 
eh, Street League. Like, and I'm like, oh, I, I love Street League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Rob did what I'm talking about. He said, no one's given us this. I'm going to go do this. Right. And he went and did this thing, which was like, I respect this type of writing, and I'm going to take the top 10 dudes that do this and give them a platform. Yeah. I think it's a big reason and, why that's going to the Olympics now. Yes, it is. <laughs> but we've also fallen into the same trap. Because yeah. mm. without losing every friend in skateboarding, majority of the guys in the street league now, I don't want to see. Mm. The first 10 guys I do. Right. And now it's a learned process. Here's what it is. It didn't change. It hasn't moved. It hasn't. It's just, here's your, and that's what the, that's, that's our fault as skateboarders. When the, I don't care, Olympics rule, okay. whatever. Yeah. I don't even care. Right. It's what we did as skateboarding and our skateboarders, what we allowed or sold to them. Mm-hmm. When they came to us and said, hey, what's your arena? We need to know what the arena is. What's, right. the, what's the criteria? How do you score this? What is your sport? Uh, it changes every day. Every day? Yeah. yeah. It changes every day. So quickly. It doesn't, we not building something for everyone in the world to figure out how to practice too. We're moving. There's no court. There's, like There's no said. court. Yeah. And that's the premise of skateboarding. That's why a kid picks it up. There's no court. I get to make the court. And so the industry, the, we have to be ahead of that and build that and change that. And we should have said, and here's the biggest problem I'm super out of my mind about. Because of that, because I've worked on skate parks building. Yeah. Because of that, every skate park is dropping off. We already had a battle for the last 15 years of trying to build interesting, new, creative, change it, move it, do it, whatever. Sure. Oh, no, we want what the X Games have. Oh, we want what the Do Tour has. Oh, we want the... No, oh, now they need Olympic training courses. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, that is devastating to skateboarding. It's, yeah. You don't understand that. Everything's if there's a powder. thousand kids that start skateboarding, only three of them want to go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so you're building something for three people to practice to, and you... It's, it's devastating for what we do as, hey, here's your toy. You lead it. We know we know the industry has always looked to you, what they're doing, all this mimic and feed it back to them. Sure, yeah. See, the thing that's amazing about Stacy was he's such a good skateboarder, but at some point he decided to stop being a skateboarder and make our skateboarding lives better. Yeah, and wow. none of us, it's, we don't do that. Right. I don't do that. <laughs> I wasn't about to do that with the firm. I, I did the firm because I wanted to skateboard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we want to skateboard. Right. Um, right. So we're more Alvas than Stacy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Stacy did that and he, he, um, he made this thing better and he understood it and he worked together with people. And I just feel that the people that might think that way don't, they're not in that position to do it or they haven't taken those positions. And we, you know, by default, let those reins out to people who basically intuitively don't know what it is or should be mm. without saying a bunch of bad things about people. Sure. Yeah. They're, doing, they're trying to do a good thing. But realistically, if they could do it, they probably would still be Alva. Skateboarding. <laughs> no, but you, <laughs> no, but you said like the industry. They put themselves first. Right. No, they don't. It's don't everybody. That. It's not that they put themselves first. They don't intuitively know what we're talking. I'm talking about. Right. Because I've had those meetings. Yeah. What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? Oh, you mean the quarter pipe should be over here? 
oh, oh, wait, oh, that's the wrong. The chorus is wrong. The quarter pipe, the kids want the quarter pipe here. No, you missed, you missed the whole premise of it. Mm-hmm. It's adventure. It's finding these things out. It's developing new stuff. It's, it's rewarding the person who can adapt, not who can copy. It's sure, true. It's understanding yeah. that whole thing, which I don't even think I can explain it. I think I know what I'm talking about in my heart. I think we all understand it, yeah. but we don't know but how to put it into words. No one has yeah. to move forward on it. Yeah, right. And so there was no problem with Street League. The problem was what everything did was we need the Street League thing. Yeah. No, you should have made like five leagues. Yeah. And then skateboarding would make sense to people. Nigel is the best at what he does. He gets paid this much. Grant Taylor is the best at what he does. There's a fan group that totally. they don't even cross over. They 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 don't even. It's like one of the they other. Not, they right? maybe yeah. do cross over, but we set them up to get into the little camps. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. This right. sucks. That's horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. That's great. And then everyone just goes like, "What?" They just say corporate. Corporate is terrible, or whatever. Yeah, What's yeah, that mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Capitalism is horrible. Like you know, whatever. They just blame this big thing out there that doesn't isn't really a thing. It's just individually. I think there's no real understanding of the vision of how we take and go what we, they originally were trying to do, which is a contest in the beginning was taking and trying to find a way to spotlight and showcase the talents of the ones the inner circle have already said, these are the leaders. There you go. They sell boards. These are the leaders. These are the developers of it. These are the people you can't even understand. You know? How how many times have you heard it said, like, I I don't even know why, I don't even know why I'm not pro. I crooked grinded 11 (laughs) stairs. Austin only did 10. Yeah, yeah. I did 11. He did 10. Sure. It, It creates that whole understanding. It's like, yeah, it's not about the one more. It's that he saw something and went over here. There you, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I was so inspired by your manual that I practiced for 15 years and I did it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bro. Thank you. You, you know? made a flip book out of it. And I don't understand why no one wants to celebrate me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all these little Absolutely. pieces. There's no, these totally. little pieces to it. And the inner circle kind of knows. And mm-hmm. We've even branched out so far that our little inner circles are kind of, the industries are pitted against each other. Sure. <laughs> so everyone else yeah. wins. Yeah. Because we're like protecting our, I don't know, I blabbered. This no, but, I ruined this whole but little, there, no. this was supposed to be happy. <laughs> I, I, I love it. This was but, supposed yeah. to be happy. But then there are the people then that go off on their own, you know, and that that's the people that you're talking about. I want to say that we're healthier at a, and it's always been craziness. It's always been craziness, and that's what's beautiful about it. Sure, but there was a point in time where, see, that's I just that's what I'm talking about before with John and I. We talk about how things were. It's like they're never going to be like that again. No, they're never going to be where it kind of like maybe it never made sense. <laughs> well, I mean, the the era we grew up. The reason we were so adamant about trying to um, make this thing work is because we saw three generations before us in a period of three years be given everything and then everything pulled away from right. them. We're like, how does that happen? Yeah. And they, yeah. I talked to them. I still love them all and I know them all. Like 
they're my heroes. They're only a year older than me, maybe. Some of them are younger than me, but they were a pro a year before me. Yeah. And they they still have that, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, we were going, man, you're so rad. It's all about what you've done. And they're like, no, shut up, shut up. It's all about you. It's, you, you did it. You took what we did and gone. I, it was such a weird time. We, we had boards and, you know, we called up to get boards with our name on them and they didn't even have them or they had no, can we get a sticker? And it just fell apart. They didn't do anything for us. Right. And we were like, we learned like, yeah, no one's going to do anything. You, you get to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but there, there, and I think it's almost back to this point where the kids today, they don't know how to do it for themselves because the thing is so big that if they want to do it, just join in and do it. And they're at these events, they're at these things going, this feels wrong. What's mm. wrong? How, it's, how do you, what, what, should we move the quarter pipe over here? You know, it's just like, oh, we've missed the premise of why we started. Yeah. yeah. Like I've learned a long time ago, like skateboarding, if you want to actually stay doing it, it's more than... It's more than winning. It's 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 theater. What do you what do you mean by that? I mean by that when I grew up, there was two guys that were just as good each other, and one is known and one is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because personality, personality, the way he looked, the way he carried himself, yeah, uh, the way he. One of them didn't enter contests. Contests involved it, part of it too. Yeah. One of them didn't enter contests. One of them. And you had to be very, the known knows about it. Oh, I'm going to go back to, uh, I don't even want to do this. <laughs> where, are we, where are we going? I'm going to go back even to a film we saw when we were kids. Tony Alva. Not even arguably the, for, the father of what we do. Mm -hmm. But there was other guys that were good back then. Sure. Really good. Great. My friend was into this guy named Jerry Valdez. Okay. I was into Tony Alva. Right. But I was into everybody. <laughs> so on my board, I had Jerry Valdez wrote for Valsurf. So I had a Valsurf board with a Alva sticker. Okay. Which you don't do that. It's like a world industry sticker with a girl sticker. There, I was going to say that. Yeah. Just don't do it. I don't know what you do. It was, right. it was just, but it was very territorial, whatever. I liked it all. But I don't even, that's so lame. <laughs> okay. what do you got what do you got Alva's rad man it's yeah. not, it's not <laughs> knocking Alva man he's the best and I'm the hugest fan but there was a film at Alva's peak and he they're riding a pipe mm -hmm. and he sticks a sticker on the wall yeah uh -huh. reaches up and sticks a sticker on the wall and it's like and then there's this guy Jerry Valdez comes in the same video or movie and he does a frontside kick turn over the sticker oh and my friend was like <laughs> he went over the sticker. He's better. Yeah. Why do you have an Alva board, basically? I'm like, I like Alva better. Right. It's just everything. It's, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Don't dislike Jerry. Sure. I love Jerry. Even to this day, I know him. Love Jerry. But it was too fine to notice. The whole industry was saying, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy wasn't. And, and arguably, Jerry learned a bunch of more modern tricks. He did all these things. But it was right time, right place. Mm. Um right backing um interviews um contests all of it yeah it's just it's one of those weird things and this is a perfect story this is arguably at that point two of the greatest dudes they're not arguably they were the two greatest dudes at that mm -hmm. point i would say it's kind of 
saying Guy Mariano, Henry Sanchez. There you go. Oh, okay. yeah. How does that happen? Why does that happen? Why does one per right? Oh, and that, I think it's it's a little bit more theater. Yeah. Or that, and that's a that's a bad ex- reason to explain theater. I'm going to say there's two other guys <laughs> later <laughs> on, which I'm not going to name, but one of them they both skated very much the same. They both were one and two competitively, and one of them developed a a following of how you. One of them, like a Jay Adams, developed a following of what this means to people. Another mm-hmm. one developed is more known for tricks. They're both known for tricks, but one was more known for tricks, and one was more known for this is what it's about. Yeah. And the next generation copied the guy's tricks, did them better, and forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, no one forgot about it. Well, people probably forgot about Jay until another story was made or whatever, but we didn't forget about Jay. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's this emotional tug that's why i mean theater it's like it's music it's very much like music yeah it's art you know yeah. you gotta relate to something somehow and i'm not gonna knock competition Comp- we're all about competition so yeah. you have to compete but i feel that we've had these different industries and it's harder to take what we know or feel and give jerry or someone a an opportunity to make the most of it sure Okay. I love it. Sad. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Chilling, dude. Um, but I do want to talk about, because we, we were talking about the good old <laughs> days. And the whole, one qu- this no. is my second question. Yes. No. Um, Torturing you guys. No, it's, no. I, it's, it's fascinating. Because nobody talks about it. Nobody comes on here and talks about it with such passion and such yeah. love for it. You know, people, it, it's different. It's great. It's a breath of fresh air almost. You know what I mean? They've yeah, seen it skateboarding go through all I mean, these it's crazy. Look and, at the wheels yeah, behind him. Yeah. You know what I said? Went from, uh, what is that? It's been skating as long as I've been alive. I know. Well, this is a loose ball bearing. Okay. Which is a, a roller sport. I started on it. Well, I started on My friend gave me clay wheels. They're white clay wheels in there. The one in the picture, so yeah. They're actually a little bit before this, but it went right to uh, urethane. So I got this wheel called the Metaflex. Mm-hmm. This is actually a roller sport. Is that about 75, 76? Yep. Okay. 75. Gotcha. Um, they actually, your thing came out at the end of 73. So it was, oh. I think they came out at the end of 73. But I believe I got the guy's hand-me-down board, and I think I got Metaflex wheels in 75 when I saw the magazine. And then what the hell is that <laughs> one ne- next to it? This is a Targa. This is... Yeah, actually, at the time, it was a terrible wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it looks but way... It's super wide. I know. It's a normal size wheel for its time. A Sims Pure Juice or something was like this. Mm-hmm. But I had Targas. I had this on my Stacy Peralta Warp Tail. Okay. Which we can get into that. That, too, is another scam. Because it was actually a plank of wood with a wedge. They used to have solid pieces of wood, and they put a wedge on it. Oh, oh okay. They're called wedge tails. Okay. And GNS sold the Stacey Peralta warp tail. Hmm. But all they did was have the wedge and they sanded the bottom so it looked like it. <laughs> it looked like Because <laughs> oh, nothing was warped at that you. point. Right. I will go back to that was why I was trying to warp that board with my dad in the bathtub. The one behind us. Right? <laughs> oh, right and this is, before, yeah. this is before seven ply where they glued them together and warped them. Let me see that thing. That's, this is a good, this is a good, wow. It's yeah. just kind of, I don't know. It's, it was more of, I like collecting these things just like that trophy to show or for me to experience these emotions. Like I had to go from that. Yeah. To this in my head. <laughs> the bearing cover, yep. known as uh, the early 90s, right? Yeah. 
I mean, that's actually a wheel I rode. But this Targa, I mean, I, mean I could pour my soda in that thing. It's so deep. Look at that. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they had some bigger wheels in this, but... They yeah, a candle so out of that thing. I know. Oh. <laughs> Look at this little bearing cover. This is about a size, uh, what do you say, Raj, 30? About 35? This is not, okay. No, what did that start off as? A 40, maybe? Yeah, probably 40, 39. 39 38 40? or 39 was the smallest they went, right? Yeah, but I'm, now that you wore them down, yeah. it's even smaller. I was going to bring this other one. It was a little bigger, but it was just... Awesome looking because it was just flat spots everywhere, flat spot. oh, but it's a little bit bigger. <laughs> That's incredible. And then it went. Oh, oh, oh. he just ate it. He just ate it. <laughs> what? You have to check your uh, your stool after the show. Jeez. But, I don't know. That's. That's, and then it's got skateboarding's to, then, awesome. Then, <laughs> skateboarding is awesome. I mean, I look at that as. I mean, that's a great timeline right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at that. Yeah, and this is basically what we rode through the eighties. Is about the size, really. Do you always put all those wheels? Awesome, you put man. all the wheels in your mouth? I've gotten about five of these size ones. <laughs> Bite size. I, I believe your question again. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, let's talk about the beginning and the and little Lance growing up and starting on the nineteen seventy five ish or something. Right, jumped on a skateboard. Yeah, I, I think I kind of covered it a little bit. I had a friend yeah. that lived down the street. His yeah. name was Enrique. I think he was five years older than me. I still talk to him. Okay. It's awesome. And he's the kid on the block that did everything well. Baseball, football. Good at everything. Yeah. Kind of played with him, did whatever. Kind of, But I, there's hardly any memories before he even showed me a skateboard. Oh. Gave me his old skateboard. That's where yeah. your memory database starts. Well, I mean, I know we played this. We used to play this egg in the hole. Like we used to play games, and he was really good. We'd play tag. You couldn't touch him. You'd play football. I can even come close to touching him. Okay. I mean, I should go back farther. I guess my dad is British. Okay. British citizen came here and got married. Actually, never became an American citizen. Even when he got married, he never. Yeah. He can't. He just had a green card. He didn't. Oh, he's I mean, a, okay. Yeah, because he's married. But huh. he actually never became a citizen. I guess, huh. Which is, you know, whatever. Um, but he was an amazing dude. He was like, uh, to me, he was normal. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but looking back, he was very not normal, perhaps. Um, have you ever seen Chitty Chitty Banger? Of course. You've seen Chitty Chitty yeah, Banger. Chitty Chitty Banger. So the, yeah. um, I don't know who it is, but it's the colonel, the officer. Yeah, the, the mustache. The mustache. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dad. Yeah. Oh, Fully okay. my dad. Yeah. British dude, just. Whatever. He collected military, uh, British military stuff. He had and, like a museum or mm -hmm. something, right? Yeah. And he would dress up in costumes all the time. And Was he in the military ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. So well, he, so he was, um, he was a kid. He lived in Lewisham, which is right outside of London. Hmm. Um, and so he was one of the kids that got sent to the south for the, when they were bombed. The war, yeah. Yeah, they're getting bombed. They sent him to the south. South got bombed because that's where they're coming through. His school was destroyed. His kids, his friends were killed. Wow. Damn. He got shipped up to York and he was like the <clears throat> oldest, one of the oldest kids. So he's kind of like the, the leader, you know, there's 15 kids at a farm and him and whatever. Yeah. Right when he got, right when the, right when the, when he, I don't know if he's 17 or 15, when he's old enough. So 15, mm -hmm. it was basically right at the end of the war. He uh, joined um, the Lancer, a Lancer regiment. Hmm. Um, it's actually 17th, 21st Lancers, which is the Death or Glory. Okay. You know, it's like a famous skull with Death or Glory. Sure. That's their, is their regiment. He joined that as a, I don't know what it's called. It's like a, it's like a, it's like the 
the young kids version of it. Mm. And then he actually was in, when he got into the military, military, he was on in the 9th, 12th, I think. He was a Lancer regiment. So there was, he didn't fight. He actually drew maps. Um, it was at the end of the war. They're still doing cleanup in Palestine and stuff. Oh. But um, he didn't fight. Um, his regiment, from what I know, he didn't really tell me everything, but um, his regiment somehow boat sank or something. Okay. But he was back home drawing maps. Drawing maps. So that was his deal. He started collecting all this stuff, the little bombs and everything that fell on his house. He started collecting parts of a Spitfire that crashed. And wow. Then he started, he stole his uniform. Stole it? They wouldn't let you, he had to... What they were is a horse guard regiment, like a Lancer regiment. Oh, okay. Ride around on horses with spears. But I mean, the Second <laughs> World War, they didn't do it. But like all the British regiments, like the, the Queen's guards are horse guards. They ride horses. They have the big plumes that dress. The, um, the, 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 all the guards, which wear the big bear skins and yeah. the red suits, they're all, they're all, um, um, they're all, uh, army. Okay. Um, and they were, they were cavalry, oh. um, which turned into tank regiments. Okay. Um, so there was a thing called, uh, like the Crimean war or whatever the, you know, charge of the light brigade. You probably have heard these are the. Back in the 1800s, this, that's what they wore, and they fought on horses and everything. But mm. so what they did is you'd wear all that stuff as dresser and parades, but you actually drove tanks in the war. Okay. And they still do it. They still dress up like that, even though that's this is for parades and just stuff. Just yeah. for show. Kind so he had of, yeah. his land still, and he actually took it. I have it. He named, he named you after? Uh, no, he named me after oh. an uncle that was killed in the First World War. Oh, wow. Robert Lance. Robert Lance. Two. He had his two uncle, um His... His brothers, his dad's brothers, two of his dad's brothers. Oh. Um, my mom's the only one that's going to know if I got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I believe maybe only one of them was killed. Hmm. But maybe, but, but I was named Robert Lance. Robert Lance. One brother and one, uh, whatever. Did your dad approve of your uh, skateboarding and all that stuff? Dude, he was very supportive. Oh, really? I felt. Okay. Um, I felt it was. He was, we were just... Did a lot of art and stuff with him. Did a lot of hmm. silk screening and built a bunch of stuff. And so when I got into it, um, I think he thought, I only get this information from my sister, my okay. older sister. Because my older sister said, oh, they did not want you to do this. They didn't. No. Yeah. But I never felt that. Hmm. I, I think they just were worried. Like, okay, so he, um, because he was British, I think, when he got here, he didn't want to send us to... He thought our school system here was terrible. Okay. <laughs> so he sent us to a private school, yeah. which which is interesting. I guess probably because he was British, we ended up going to a, a Christian school, which is like a um, a Protestant school rather than a Catholic school or whatever. Cause oh, yeah. It, I think. I'm not really sure. That's okay. probably why. Which was really interesting. So I got it. I definitely got that from that era, being a kid, getting into skateboarding, that... Everyone was worried. He's going to become this skater, yeah, druggy. Exactly. So yeah, I went to a private school, and um, I definitely knew that they were kind of like, oh, we got to keep this kid in prayer because he is... He's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, he's going in the yeah. wrong direction. But in your mind, you're going in the right direction. No, I... I mean, he's, he's probably just having fun. I'm just something. going... <laughs> I'm going where... You know what? It's super interesting. I loved it because... I love this. I love this foundation because when I got to skaters... When I got around skaters, they're mm -hmm. like, oh, it's the Christian kid, huh? 
Mm. You're stuck right in the middle, huh? He's trying to be a skater. Like, want weed? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, take a sip of this. And I'm like, where do I belong? Where do I fit? So it made me really, um, oh, turned into analyzing everything. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. I analyze everything too much. So as you can tell, I don't answer any question. I'm just, I say what my brain's thinking all the time. I just think stuff. Um, the question you asked me was so far away, man. It was no, amazing. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so over here now. Um, I loved it because it just made me really question everything about life or whatever. And um, But that was the feeling. And that's what I never got it from my parents. But mm. my sister was like, they're so worried that what are you going to do? You know, hopefully you'll grow out of it. Right, well, at that point, right. there was no there was no skateboarders making a name for it that were like that. You could do that as something. Oh no! Like so, that's no. Like no. doing it now, like with the now they're like parents that like want their kids to skate. Oh yeah, they can for like, sure. Go. Oh no! It Back was then. It was like it was a year. Or yeah, right? <laughs> it was like. Well, let me put it this way too. This is when the Jesus movement was happening in the seventies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to this old. I don't know, old, but an old way of a, a system that goes is even the Christian school system is shocked because there's a whole new movement of the, the Jesus movement in the 70s. It was like hippies, long haired dudes, just surfers and freaks coming to, to the Lord. <laughs> okay. Like it was a huge revival. Like it was mm. massive in the, in the early 70s. Wow. And the church is like, oh my goodness, what's going on? They're letting sinners in. You know what I mean? Oh, like, which is, which is basically the whole, the whole message that the Lord has for everybody. Yeah, you know, he's died for all of us. Like he's, that's, he's died for everybody sinners. Everybody should be able to come in, right? <laughs> he died for yeah. sinners, not for a system or a church or, sure. but I knew, I felt and I saw that going on. Like we try to do the right thing. We try not to do the wrong thing. Um, and there was a big shakeup in this, this community that I was, going to school with yeah that hippies and people that smoked weed at one point maybe or here sure or whatever and they're just on fire crazy rad dudes and then i was like involved in the this other side that was that (laughs) so what are we going to do with this kid that's going to he's going to become a pothead a loser a drop whatever that's just that's what you were if you had a skateboard sure yeah um no future in there. Your parents, even the best of the parents, are like, I just want better for my kid. How about school? Yeah, of course. My yeah. dad wanted me to, uh, <laughs> I think he mentioned computers. Back then. Back then, for sure. Yeah. I didn't even know what a computer was, but he wanted me to, he was like, maybe you could be an architect. Mm. And uh, he wanted me to go to a, a trade school that was five years. Uh, that would um, teach you architecture stuff. And computer stuff was possibly on the horizon, which I didn't even know. It was way far. It was way farther off. And I I could be, my timeline could be a little bit off, but I don't see how it could be because I knew by 78, I'm not, I'm going to skateboard. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else I'm going to (laughs) do. But I'm like not. You're gonna, just gonna I'm not gonna to make money at it or anything. But I'm gonna skateboard, and I don't know how or what kind of job or what I'm gonna do to fit in to do this. But 
we were skateboarders. Well, at this mm -hmm. time, I mean, what, you're like 13 or something, right? It's, oh, I was uh, probably 14 13 or 14, okay. Um, but I had won an amateur contest. And my sister said, as soon as you won that amateur contest, my dad was kind of thought, maybe maybe he can do something with this. Oh. Mm -hmm. He took me to, he was awesome. He, we went to England twice. He took me to England once in 75, but he took me in England once in 79. Okay. To skateboard. Oh, wow. Took you out there to skateboard. Yeah. Sick. And I hadn't been, I wasn't sponsored. I was not going to go anywhere. Um, I had already entered some contests. I entered a high jump contest and like, whatever i won but it was all age group so it didn't matter you know oh. 13 there's no I, I entered a high jump contest in 77 there was this little bowl snake contest thing i did that um how high did you go the <laughs> highest i ever jumped was three ah do you know what i'm not even gonna say it no but it, <laughs> it was a good eight or nine inches lower than my friend Enrique. <laughs> oh, so Enrique, okay. But you still won, though. Yeah, but because you're going, I was 13 going against other 13-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I don't, yeah. We would do everything. My friend would get me to do everything. And so I kind of tried to learn everything. We just were those type of guys. We learned everything we could try on a skateboard. Right. They actually had a, it was a snake run, so they had a snake run contest. And that was the first non-freestyle or whatever bowl mm -hmm. event I entered. It was an amazing contest. Um, they had put taped off little areas in the snake run and had numbers in them. And you went over it two points, four points. If you oh, hit the number. What? Yeah, that's how they... <laughs> that was the event. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was before... It was kind of before the even idea of possibility of having a pool contest or whatever. This is the beginning of the, these kind of things. You hit all, did you hit a, most of the numbers? There was this local dude that ruled. He was, like, <laughs> he was an amazing skateboarder, this guy Leonard. He, we all looked up to him. He was a local ripper. Mm -hmm. And he could do rollouts. It was no, there was no edge at the time. It was okay, just no, thing. just But gotcha. he could do a rollout rolling. It was, just came out, basically. Oh. And he put number whatever, 100 up there. <laughs> he put it up there for... No, no, it was like a five or something. Okay. It was like a five up on the deck and everything else was one, two, threes. And he knew how to like hit the bank, roll out, hit the bank, roll out. So he had 175 points he and the rest of us that. had like four, 12, eight points. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome. I and mean, the guy was a good skateboarder, man. Leonard killed it. There was like a Highway Patrol little video that we're all... Um, highway patrol safety film we were all in and i had to be the little kid that came in and like he was a skate they had skate police okay. at the skate parks what they had like skate police or skate patrol at the skate parks the guy they probably still do it like the guy that makes sure everyone's wearing the pads or doing oh whatever. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you come into the skate park and they would check your trucks and like no your trucks are too loose you that they that. wouldn't yep they would check your trucks oh yeah gonna come in and you're like you can't ride that run you have to you have to go to the beginner area. Who are these people? <laughs> this skateboarding was like, skateboarding did not know what it was doing yet. It was so new. <laughs> had like a double black diamond. This is 70s. Montebello opened in 76. So this is right at 76 or the end of 76, right at the beginning of 77. This skate park opened Montebello. It's, it's considered to be the second skate park ever to open. Oh. But I, I think it actually, there's, there's dates that said it opened before Carlsbad, but I don't think it did. I think hmm. it was meant to open up before Carlsbad, but I think it opened second. Okay. But um, if you look at books, and there's a book I have that says that Carlsbad opened in 77 and Montebello opened in 76, but okay. I, I don't think it did, no? if I remember correctly, because we sent away for, a, I think there was a lag or whatever. And we show up first 
day and then we can't ride the runs because you are a beginner. You have to go through a whole test to see if you can move up to the novice or advanced. The area. skate what? police are testing you. So we paid and we had to go to the straight sidewalk. <laughs> so there's, a, you know, I have photos. There's seriously like 60 kids standing inside a skate park riding a sidewalk right when there's a sidewalk right outside just, but we had paid our money oh to be inside the what doing handstands up and down this sidewalk because we're not allowed to go on the snake run run that you we all wanted to get to but there was hundreds of kids there so they you had to prove yourself it. before yeah. you got to the to the police <laughs> or was there someone to stand there watch you judging you or something the thing is i don't think they ever really got to the place where they did those things i think it slowed down mellowed out and then you kind of just the, the rules went out the door sure. the next week or right. whatever <laughs> did the skate police ever tighten or loosen your he trucks? was on skate patrol yeah um did they tighten mine they they tightened mine the very first time i went there they tighten your trucks oh yeah there's a guy curtis hesselgrave that was telling everyone how to stop drop and roll like in they the, were doing in the fire drills in the magazine they oh. taught you how to fall and they oh it was funny they, skate parks were funny right then they <laughs> were like they didn't really know <laughs> they didn't know what to expect is this brand new thing you know and yeah. then they made this thing and hundreds of kids show up that park by the way was absolutely obsolete by the time it was built like no run was deeper than this oh wow all the pros that came there Four like feet. came once and left and like within Three months, it was done. Upland was built, which had a fifteen foot deep ball. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and that's how fast skateboarding was moving. Yeah. Sure. Um, I got sidetracked. You asked me something. I don't remember. <laughs> yes, I'm ruining it. You, you stumped me. Is it okay that I'm ruining it like that? No. But no. Are this you is fantastic? This is, I can go for hours. Just listen. <laughs> that was the first event. First event, and you won it, and that's when your dad. Oh, England. Yeah, but that's when you. But you won that contest, and that's when your dad kind of. No, no, not that one. This is no. sorry, sorry, not that. Not that was way too small of a thing. That was way too early. That's okay. I didn't win. He didn't until eighty. Mm. It was after England and everything, and I got sponsored and won an amateur contest. I, that's when my sister was like, I think he kind of thought maybe. You're right at that age where you probably should go get a job, and I'll lighten up a little bit. Maybe something's going to happen. Hmm. So, but I think they were concerned. Did, did you get sponsored it, at the contest? No, this is four years later. Oh, I, okay. I got, that's why I have that chip. I got sponsored so late. Because um, I, I grew up with my friends that still were like saying, that sponsorship's not what it's at, man. It's about riding the pools. It's about like the adventure. We're just doing it. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, but I still had this attraction to like, oh, wow, that guy's rad. This guy's rad and that guy's rad. The magazines and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The event, oh, this guy won or this guy's cool. Or, you know, S Steve Olson comes on and the way he looks changed everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. Changed everything. Um, and I jumped to that and they're like, and, you know, they're out there buying the, the indestructible board that will never, you know, <laughs> it's this, they produced an indestructible board that if it ever breaks, you can return it. And I'm like, why are you getting the Jay Adams board? Like the Jay Adams board has been obsolete for two years now. And I'm like, cause I finally made money. Yeah, you I can get, get it. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're right in their sense, but I was still like, I need to be a piece of this. I want, sure. yeah. So my dad took me to England, which was incredibly killer. Cause, uh, Actually, we made boards. That's what we that, did. We'd make boards at this, oh. at a point in time because it got to point to it. It's too expensive. It's expensive. And I could I hardly had anything. I had some of the best stuff. I had 
I'm, I'm very happy that I had the Stacy Peralta Warp Tail, which mm. was a necessary board. I had a Jay Adams Z Flex, which is a necessary board. Okay. I had a seven inch Alva. I had a Val Surf. I wanted to get the Kent Senator PPP, but I got the one that fit. They were gone, and I got the alternate one, which was basically the same board, a little smaller without his name on. Okay. Still bummed about it. <laughs> then I got the 10-inch Alva, and then it all went south. Started making our own boards because it was too expensive. It was a, Yeah. And it turns out your skateboarding doesn't develop very good when you're riding homemade stuff well the board you made here looks pretty good it looks like a you know 13 incher with a one millimeter raised tail you have to see what was i mean you see how thin it is so you can't pump again what do you so i went to england on that board and okay. i came back and uh the salva k-beam came out and i got a k-beam and my skateboarding changed overnight because it was actually you could pump and you get speed that yeah. thing would just bump. But I made a bunch of boards and stuff and for about a year, year and a half, probably. Okay. Um, what, age, what age were you at this point? I was probably 15. 15? When I went to England. Okay. I think I had my 15th birthday or my 16th birthday in England. Wow. 79. I was born in 64. 79. Who can do math? I need a piece of paper and yeah. a calculator. He took me there. We went to museums to see the military stuff. And then we went to the skate parks. The oh, skate yeah. park and that skate park. And that's what... We went to a place called Mad Dog Bowl where I met this kid, Seth, mm. which is amazing because I... Met him in 79, skated with him one summer, and haven't seen or talked to him. And I saw him a couple of years ago in England. Really? 30-something years later, yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Amazing. Skating still or no, just... Uh, yeah, he, just, he, I think he rolls around he rolls a little around? bit. Yeah. Wow. But uh, he can't... Yeah, so I went to Rom. You, you've been to Rom probably. Which, Romford. Romford Skate Park in mm, England. I don't know if Harrow. I have, actually. You've been to Harrow? Mm, there are two parks South, that were open in South the 70s. Bank. Yeah, South Bank. This is a funny part about South Bank is... People used to ride it, mm -hmm. and that was on our list, and we could not find it. Couldn't find South Bank. <laughs> no, we were in South Bank. We're on South Bank. We're walking around. We're on top of it. Where are they skating? <laughs> <Just, Where> <laughs> they... <laughs> Seeing the magazine, it's like, this is like, bang up. where is it? But that was back in the, se people rode in the 70s. In the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that one we couldn't find. There's a couple we couldn't find, which was funny, because they're right under rocks. You but, couldn't uh, Google map anything? <laughs> 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 I, had, I had a tear out from a magazine <laughs> with, like, addresses and a little, like, Logo, no pictures. No, this is, yeah. So I went to this place called Gillingham and Rolling Thunder. Um, met Jeremy Henderson. You know who Jeremy <laughs> Henderson? New York. Met them out there. Mm. Sablowski. This okay. kid Sablowski, which was a great skateboarder. Um, Shogo lived there at that time. And Shogo had was, we didn't see Shogo, but uh, he was doing a demo at ROM at, right around the same time. And we met, um, didn't meet, but uh, saw Mike Sinclair skate there. And he was another British guy that was just great. Oh, great! Not the Mike Sinclair. Uh, oh, I thought you meant yeah. Mike Sinclair like, who puts red vines on it in the dashboard <laughs> of his car. <laughs> so whatever. He took me there, and there was this because everything was so late. I had learned inverts by this time. Inverts came out in '78. Okay, and I so I had already whatever. It's a year later. We we're already doing inverts easily for mm -hmm. a year, and it was a fairly newish thing there because things are so late how long were you out there for a couple months not very long okay month maybe sure a day <laughs> <laughs> i actually just um, went to the airport yeah. yeah um anyways 
they're they're like i had new new cubics cubics had just come out they're just like who do you ride for who do you ride for and i'm like ride for like who do you sponsor by and i'm like no nobody. were all those guys sponsored or were they just no, asking you because no, you were no, from no. the states and that was a you big thing in england was in england mark baker probably was sponsored in sinclair like mm. there's probably Soblowski and henderson henderson's actually from here he was not even british really but everyone mm. thought he, everyone we all thought he was british because he was went to, so he had taken probably what he has seen here over there and it advanced it a little bit right or probably a lot actually and Baker and those guys had come over here and skated with Alvin, really went over there. But okay. um, it was changing really quick. Mm -hmm. And so long, long, long story longer. Um, <laughs> I just came back with this idea like, sponsored, maybe I can be. Somebody somebody thought I could be sponsored. Yeah, they were asking. You know? And so I came back thinking, wow. And my friend at that time came back and they got jobs kind of didn't ride as much mm -hmm. we had a ramp in his yard it's kind of like do you want to move the ramp to your yard oh and i'm like wow what do i is this gonna all is it gonna end like, that's what you were thinking yeah yeah how, what's what's next i want to go to the parks and i never really got to go to the parks because i could only really skate on the weekends and stuff i had to go home be home before dark and make, oh, do yeah. my homework i was one of those kids so and I the skate. parks were far you had to so i was like man i want to i want to skate the parks. so my friend did we started going to the parks a little bit um and the park thing became very quickly like each park had teams and the the parks would compete against each park oh so there's a whole amateur thing going on hmm. there was a hester series which were the pros and then there was amateur series which was basically parks against parks so you had to get on the park team to compete well no because there's 1a 2a and 3a okay which was basically unsponsored park team and then shop you know what do you call sure. shop sponsor, okay. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. flow or sponsor yeah so i i was like oh you got to enter contest to be or whatever so i started entering these contests and um no, it was great. No, it tells me the story. It makes me feel good. <laughs> Wait, but like you would, you would skate at the skate parks, like the contest at the skate parks. Well, what I would do would go. Hey, there's a there's a contest at Reseda. There's a Reseda on you know May first. So I I could only skate weekends. So I'd go. Hey, get my friend or my sister or whatever to take me to Reseda. Practice two or three weekends, and then try to get the contest. Sure. But like, where the, like the, if you went to Reseda, was there a Reseda team? And the Reseda was probably pretty good at its own skate park. Oh, it was all localism. Yeah. Yeah, it was all... I mean, that's the beauty of that thing. It was like... It was all... Just like today, it's heavy localism. Like, yeah. if you know the park, you know the park. And so, really, the people who rose to the top were the ones that weren't from that, that could come and do okay or win. Uh, okay, if you could yeah. go to a park and win... Wow. They were like, who are you? Yeah. yeah. That was Cab. Cab and oh, Scott yeah. Foss. Oh, yeah. They, as AMs, went in and it was just like crushed it who are these kids what it, it changed it the, the, the it's amazing how the uh generations change so quick it's just insane <laughs> how it, are you doing in the contests well these were just unknown oh as am yeah i i basically won all the time won all the time but i entered 1a so here's the this was the story i was gonna get the yeah. second contest i think i entered was that's eh, not second whatever but there's this <laughs> i don't even remember when we started entering pool contests. Okay. But one of the early ones I went to practice, it was Paramount. And 
um, skating the night before or something. Because if no one was there, it wasn't the weekend. And Noho was there. Pat Noho. Pat Noho. And Noho was actually a pro. He had actually been a pro in a pro contest right before that, if I remember correctly. Because I knew who he was. No pro board, just he pro contest. He had a board functional did. design. Oh, okay. Um, but he was am again. <laughs> That's how crazy the world was. Yeah. You could enter pro contests, even have a board, but go back if the company went out, you're just, you're, what are you going to do? You, you, you can't go pro. You can't stay pro. So he was am in this contest. Okay. But I had known he had already entered this pro last month. Like, I thought he was a pro. Like, I knew who he was. <laughs> and I was skating, and he, he says it too, so I'm, it's not me, but he was like, it's like, what age group are you in? Like, he said he was kind of like, well, this kid's good. He, I hope he's, you know, like, well, I'm at, at practice or what. I don't know. But he was basically saying, or told me since that, I didn't know it at the time, but he's told me the story since that he was like, checking to see if I was in his age group and his division. He didn't want to go up against you. Well, I don't know if he didn't want to, but it was just like sizing up. Oh, maybe. Sure. Okay. I was in his age group, but I was in 1A. <laughs> I was like, I haven't entered anything before they told me, like, I got to go to 1A. He's like, oh, cool. So I entered this contest in 1A. Like, I should have been in 3A, basically. I should have been in their, their division. Oh, but he was in 3A. Yeah. Not that I would have won or anything, but I should have been in that division. Right. And he, it was obviously that he noticed that. So I, that's another thing. I was like, oh, yeah. But I, 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 for me, everything was fairly slow because... Um, so I'd skate Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And Lakewood was kind of empty. And I was like, where's everybody? And they're like, this new park opened, Skate City, Whittier. Oh yeah, and this is kind of late. This is this is end of seventy nine, right at the end of seventy nine, eighty. Mm-hmm. It opened. Okay, so I mean, I had already ridden for a long time, and if you're at the right place at the right time, things can happen or whatever. I'm looking at Eric Dressen, ten years old. Like, oh yeah, riding with Alva. Who are these guys? I wish I could be with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. That's never going to happen. And so I go to Whittier, and it happens to be basically tryouts for the team. And I'm like. So I entered it or what, I don't even really remember. Lucero tells me the story. He's like, they were locals. They lived across the street. They, they were going to be on the team. Skate city team. And they, are, they basically had a, a small event or something. And I guess they, it was a contest, but then they basically picked the team out of that contest. Okay. And the, the pros were, George Orton was a local there. Amazing. Like one of the first dudes to do massive frontside airs. Way really high front set airs, gnarly. He's like kind of a Danny Wayish type of skater, oh, wow. like a you know, um, just, just balls out guy just, yeah. for its time. Okay, Gray Bones, mm. which had just uh, just got his board on Pal, um, and we knew who he was from before because he'd ride Makaha and stuff, and just the best style, huh. beautiful. Like didn't even move. Like when he did back set airs, it looked he honestly looked like he was just riding up a piece of plex. Just yeah. Just perfect. He was such a great style. Wow. He was a judge in this guy, Daryl Miller, which made up the Miller flip. Oh, yeah. Actually hadn't made up the Miller flip by that time. I don't think yet. It's right around that time. <laughs> they were the judges, and I got on the team. So got on the team? I got on skates. I, I won the contest, and they put me on the team. And like Lucero tells me the story, because they were like locals. It had it was already open for a little bit. Hmm. And they were... They were going to be on the team, and we came and took their spots. Oh wow! <laughs> That's what he said. And I was like, dirt. I was a dirt bag. I had the worst equipment. I had, I was just, I was a pile, <laughs> just a full scumbag. 
because we had nothing, you know, and all the all the rad skaters at that time always had the newest, cleanest, raddest equipment, right. new wheels every week, new boards, whatever was the, and that was that was that was half of it. Just the way you you look at a guy and you're like, that guy's sponsored. Look at that. And he's like, no, he's just filthy rich. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at that time, most skaters were. It's kind of like now. There's a lot of good people, and there's like really what. Who do you pick and how do you decide? Yeah. And it's kind of the playing field was kind of the same. Mm-hmm. And the old school pros were already selling products, so they weren't going anywhere. Right. But all these new kids were like on the come up. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? And the tension because of the contests were kind of dying at that point. And yeah, it's just, it was an interesting time. And I mean, Neil Blender was an am. Um, yeah. Um, was a bunch of AMs. We're all AMs. A Gator was an AM. Mm. Tony was an AM. Christian was an AM. Okay. Um, we, he rode for Marina. He rode for Big O. Then they rode for Gina. You know, Gina. It all happened quick. So right sure. when I got in that contest, George Orton was like, hey, would you want to ride for Veriflex? So like, not only did you get on Skate City. I was like, uh, no, I just, I just came from England. Wondering if I could be, I don't want to really get on a team. What do you mean? This was your I'm, dream I'm, though. I'm telling you, I was like, no, it wasn't really my dream. I didn't, no, well, you it had, was. Maybe dream I, was the wrong way, but you, people were already saying like, hey, are you sponsored? Are you sponsored? And you, you had it in your mind. Yeah. I, I think the main, and I think I honestly told them I was riding a Ray Bones board. I had bought a Ray Bones board. It was smashed to nothing. And I was like, honestly, I want to get a pal or a, a and Ray Bones gave me a board. You told the Veriflex and I was guy like, that. I remember he asked me that, and I was like, kind of, no. If I ever did get sponsored, I'd kind of want to ride for Ray Bones or Powell. Powell. Ray gave me stuff. I was like, oh, I, think, I think I can get him. Oh, I think it's going to happen. Right. So I'm going to. You know, You're down bro, bro flow. I, it's super funny, man, because I have a photo. It's so rad. It's so rad. My dad shot it. I have a bunch of pictures. We always shot stuff, and I always try to emulate stuff. And I can just see what I'm doing. Like I'm sitting there talking to George Orton and Ray Bones mm-hmm. in the photo, but it honestly, it seriously looks like I was like, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna walk right by him, and when I get close to him, can you shoot the photo?" <laughs> and I'm walking by, and I went, <laughs> "That's what the photo looks like." Because this is like, I think. I'm part of this thing and I'm not part of right, this thing right, and I right. want to be part of this thing and I don't think they even know who I am. Right. And But I kind of got a board from them. So yeah, I'm, I'm basically on pal, right? Like all this weirdness, you know? Anyways, George Orton basically quits Veriflex and rides for Santa Cruz right away anyways. Okay. And I skate for the park team for about a year and a half. Mm. And I got a board, my board got stolen at this other contest and this guy, Steve Hirsch, which was one of the main Veriflex riders, he was, him and Eric Grisham won every doubles contest, gave me his board. Because I got my board stolen. Actually, I'm, I'm skipping a whole part. Daryl Miller, after Ray Bones thing basically didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Ray kind of didn't, wasn't even going to the park that much anymore. Daryl Miller got a board. I got a couple boards off Daryl Miller. He rode for Kanoa. That kind of died too. Okay. And I got, I was riding his board. It got stolen at this at this contest. It fell apart, and I don't even know what, why anybody steals those boards. Fell apart so bad. And <laughs> Steve Hirsch gave me a board, and which is crazy because it had those Veriflex trucks on. 
Oh yeah. Backwards trucks. I actually potato skate master Tate Tater was the team manager of Indy at the time. And he was the manager of skate city. So oh. he had given me trucks already. So I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of getting flow from Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Got a free board. Things are moving forward, yeah, yeah. But I'm nobody in this thing because I gave everyone product. Like everyone, mm. like right when I went to skate city, this guy, uh, Greg Ty took me to Steve Cathy to genus guy. Like, had me go skate the skate park and skate in front of him. It was like a tryout. I didn't know. I was like, what do you think about it? Casting? <laughs> no? Okay, nothing. How about the Sims guy? No. So the guys that, the guys that were at Whittier kind of like thought, I think they saw something and tried to ship me and sell me around. Hmm. Okay. I even got a phone call one day. They're like, Stacy Pralt is bringing Scott Foss and Steve Caballero down to this contest. It was right after they had just, came on the scene and got known from winning this contest. They're going to come down. They're going to come through Skate City. Come down. Now's your chance <laughs> to be seen. I I, I met Stacy before. Or okay. whatever. I don't know if he knows who I am or anything at this point. Gotcha. But I think I know him because I've talked to him at Montebello and blah, blah. <laughs> he didn't know who I was. Okay. <laughs> Now's your chance. He probably didn't even know. You know, I'm thinking like, oh, Ray's probably already talked to him gives me some boards like, <laughs> i'm like and then all my friends are like you know at the park are like here's your chance let's get you on pal kind of thing you wow know? let's get the bad news bears on pal okay because we're the bad news bears <laughs> i come down skate around or whatever cab basically it has said since like oh gosh we hated you no <laughs> why, <laughs> no why did they why were you trying to just home, kid hometown just hero all around oh, yeah? all around trying were you to, trying like, to do tricks behind them and stuff or you were I can't just... imagine that because I didn't even skate like yeah. cab. Okay. I skated more like Foss, mm. which was a little bit, he was like kind of aggressive. Okay. A little more aggressive-y mm -hmm. um, and out of control more. Gotcha. Wonderful. So cab. <laughs> um, so cab... he was like following these guys around but the no, park? There, he... I, yeah, I guess I was. I don't even really know. I'm thinking, I, yeah, they went to skate this. I went to skate it with them. They went to skate that. I went to skate it with them. I'm thinking like. They're trying to get away from me the entire time? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know that. I, I'm not in their position sure. or even thinking about their position. I'm thinking that Ray's given me product and the guys that work at Whittier that have been shopping me around told me to come down and this is your chance. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, you know, just, it just exposes how, like, until you're in, you're in. That's right. Until yeah. you're until you're in, you're not in, you know? I mean, look at it. Even Cap said that he hated you at first. I don't know if hate's the right word. But, okay. You know, I said hated. I think you he did. just hated. <laughs> yeah. but, no, know. he just like, oh, God. Ask him. He, okay. I've, heard, I've heard him say it before. I didn't even know he knew I was there, to be honest. Maybe you were. Because I wasn't, like, ever thinking, I want Cab to see me skate. Because Stacy's making the decision. He's a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out our friend and local kid that wrote all the brand new pal stuff got Stacy ended up flowing him stuff instead of you. Yeah, and we were so us. My friends were more jealous than me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, it was funny. It was really cool. So what did you do? You did you, nothing because you eventually got on Veriflex. Oh, I was just right? like, well, so well, what? I was just like. I just sat, I did that, skated there, and just went back home and sat by the phone. <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for the call to come in. Never came. I'm just joking. Um, I actually might have known that they didn't even pay it. I, I, I knew by them talking and hanging out and giving this other kid boards that there was no interest. There was no interest. Oh, right. There was yeah, no yeah. interest. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I was 
I think I kind of went along like, oh yeah, I'm just, that's cool. I just skate. But at that point you're already like, that's when the bug is like, when you said, why didn't you take that first offer? Yeah. I probably was like, why didn't I take that first offer? Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. I, you know, now you're going like, oh, well, yeah, we're just doing this for fun. Like, but my boards are garbage. I got nothing. I'm writing. You need boards. boards with no nose. Like, I mean, we'd ride boards for a year back then. Too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was totally different. Right. Full year. And that's when you knew if someone sponsored. It's because like, I mean, we'd ride wheels for trucks. I, I rode the same trucks. I, I had three pairs of trucks before I got basically sponsored from 75 <laughs> to 80. I had three pairs of trucks, basically. That's incredible. We rode trackers. Everyone rode trackers because there was no other truck. Mm-hmm. And then a truck came named Bennett came out, which mm-hmm. turned way better. And mm-hmm. so it's like some people were like, if he weren't sponsored by Tracker, you wouldn't rode Bennett's, I okay. think, pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. Everyone was sponsored by Tracker, though. Mm-hmm. And it's Bennett's broke. The base plates broke all the time. So you'd get this you get another base plate and put it on ACS base plate or Excalibur. And instantly, that's what Indy made. They made a Bennett. Hmm. Olsen and Blackheart mm-hmm. basically, I think, told Fausto, make a Bennett. This is what round. Because it's the same truck. Huh. Except it didn't have a plastic base plate and it was round, but it, it turn is the same turning. Well, oh, these had plastic base plates. And they'd break, yeah. Oh. And so uh, I skated Lakewood and Bobby Valdez, Daryl Miller, Powerflex guys. Even though I never, I only saw Olsen at Lakewood once, even though he was there every day, supposedly. I wasn't there very much. It was indie, ter- indie territory. I was, okay. was going to ride indies. Mm. So I was trying to get to the point that I was riding indies and then I had to ride Veriflex trucks the next con- next day in okay. a contest. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Which, damn. that's how rad it is when you're young. I had no, it was fine. Right. Put together all I didn't know. Yeah. And they're like, hey, will you write for Veriflex the next contest? Was, was it like, the same guy that you turned down before or different? No, no, because George Orton uh, ended up writing for Santa Cruz. Okay. Oh, that's where you Yeah, right. so it was Steve Hirsch basically pointed me out to, I mean, Gil Losey, which was Alan Losey's dad, was actually the guy that ran the team. Oh. So at some point, Gil must have really asked, asked me. But you turned pro pretty quick on Veriflex, right? Within like a year or something. Yeah, it was like one season. Once? Like, you know, I mean, you had to, it was all contest based. Yeah, yeah, so course, you had to prove okay. yourself. So I, I mean, I was nobody, not even known. And I was like, I'm on Veriflex. I mean, there's a known because you're the skate park kids. Yeah. So there's Hester Series 1, Hester Series 2, Gold Cup. Okay. It was basically like three different generations. Almost every generation was drastic. It was, that three year period is like a 10 year period now. Right. Realistically. So we are the AMs at Gold Cup. And um, first contest, I broke my ribs. Oh, <laughs> in the co- During the contest? Probably right before it. Wow. But I got fifth at that contest. Okay. It was at Oasis, which is, uh, let me explain it this way too. A lot of the pools are keyholes, mm-hmm. which are basically half pipes. Yeah. Which is funny because I was a half pipe skater. I rode half pipes a lot because I didn't get to go to the skate parks and I had a half pipe. My oh. dad, my friend Enrique had the half pipe. Mm-hmm. Kind of used it to your advantage a little bit. No, I couldn't ride any of the keyholes that were half pipes. Oh, really? I always did terrible in those contests. I always did better at the upland ones or oh. the, any ones that had lines. Okay. That oh. you could adapt or change or whatever. And that might have been because I was so used to riding really terrible stuff. I was able to do stuff on terrible walls that people would avoid. <laughs> but when it came down to just typical, I choked all the time. Choked, huh? So um, then the second one was a big O and I won. Which isn't like, uh, 
nobody expected that at all for sure like how many people are entering these am contests at the time it's so funny it's like you think it's nothing but there's like 70 dudes that's incredible yeah there was a weird short period where if i look at the list and not everyone entered okay but in the gold cup there's like 71 pros i think and there's probably i could be wrong it might be as low as 40 but between 40 and 70 dudes i mean it's a big deal if you win that's a lot of people to go through. It, at that time, that's the only way you got sponsored. Right. If you're going to win a, an event. Um, there, The guys winning, Cab was winning the pros. He, well, Dwayne. That year, Dwayne, Eddie, and Cab were the... There was grit. Um, I'm trying to think who else won a, content, a pro one in that one. Mickey Alba was still ripping. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Mickey had won the year before, and he was still, he won the first, he won the Oasis contest. Oh, wow. Dwayne won the second one. Dwayne won the pro, I won the am. The third one, oh, I'm blowing it. I should know all this stuff. Nah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but Christian won that one, I believe, oh, at yeah. Marina. Oh, okay. His, that was his local. His stomping grounds, yeah. Which was weird. I didn't have a stomping ground. I won at Big O, which is like, it would have been Bob Serafin's place. The Santa Cruz rider. So even a bigger deal that you won there. And I want to make a point. Billy Ruff won everything at this point. Oh, is he? <laughs> he was winning he's everything. Um, he and yeah, he won the overall AMA, and then the next year he turned pro and won basically everything. Oh. Um, but John Gibson was incredible. He was another guy that should have been a pro a year before. Like he came from Arizona. And rode pools and was got he got second that year, and um, nobody could come from other places and ride this stuff. No one came from outside no and rode upland, you know. Huh? And he dominated. He was awesome. Wow. But anyways, uh, blah blah blah. That's um, from Texas. Did I say Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you rule. <laughs> um, why did I say Arizona? I was thinking of this Arizona contest. Yeah, yeah. He's from Texas. So when you're winning all these contests, or, you know, you're doing good, and then Ver, what does Veriflex just ask to say, hey, when are you pro? No, no. It's not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I won a lot of amateur contests in the uh, um, Aspo days, the skate park days. It was mm -hmm. pretty easy to win. Okay. Then it moved to the sponsored thing, and I won that one main one. I got third overall. Hmm. It was whatever. What happened was... Skateboarding died. Yeah, right. It com it completely died. And there was almost all the parks closed. Most of the riders kind of just phased off or fiddle like didn't know where to go and they hmm. they didn't the next year they didn't show up to the contest. I think one of the biggest reasons, and this is a good reason to uh, learn from competition too, the year they did the gold cup, they decided they were trying to figure out another way to make it more uh, unbiased, okay, legitimate, hmm. real, real competition. Take the bias out of skateboarding, which we'll get to that. But that's the only good part about skateboarding is the bias. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The oh, biased yeah. opinion is the only good part about it. Yeah, I like that guy. I sure. saw this guy. Oh, yeah. I saw that guy. Um. So in the competition, they decided that year that 25% of your score, there's 75 is your runs. You took two runs, best run counts, 75% of the score. 25% of the score was the compulsory. Everyone had to do the same eight tricks. It really? was set. Set, yes. Frontside carve, frontside air, invert. Backside carve, backside air, invert. 
slide to fakie, fakie slide, rock and roll, rock walk. You had to do the same run. Everyone had to do that run. And he basically judged you on how you used the pool and if you could do the tricks. <laughs> yeah. And at least half of the pros from that era didn't want to do inverts. It was a new Ooh. trick. And they were forced to learn it. Like Olsen will say it or whatever. Like, I never learned it. I didn't want to. Yeah, he did. He actually <laughs> learned it. He did, he'll, he'll say to this day, he right, never right. did one. <laughs> they were forced that that, which is fine, but it's like, no, nah, it's not fine. Yeah, of course. And it showed the AMs, like most of us could do it better than the pros. But we'd watch someone like Jay Smith mm. drop in. John Lucero and I watched him drop in. And this is the run. You're supposed to do the compulsory. And he learned Andrick so he could do it. And he would just, he'd do the, he would just <laughs> drop in his did front side carve, front side carve, front side carve, front side carve, lay back. <laughs> and we're like, he's the best. He's the best, right. He's the best one. But he couldn't compete the next year. Or he didn't want to compete the next year. Mm. It just made him like. Turned him off. Turned him off. Yeah. yeah. Turned him off on competition. This is what it's about. And this is only, but it also gave us opportunity. There you go. Which was horrible because basically skateboarding said, hey, there's no more pros. You're pro now. And we're like, we made it. We get to... Sk- Where's everyone? <laughs> Where's all our people we love? Everyone's Damn. gone. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. This is what, 81? 81. 80. 80. One. Okay. One. Wow. Yeah, 80, that was the, the contest where they had the compulsory. 81, it was so small and it was dying. They had pro-ams. And so I want to say there was a Pomona Pipe and Pool contest actually the one that Rusty Harris passed away at. Hmm. He actually had a heart attack at the contest. Wow. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Damn. And I want to say Caballero, Mickey Alba, mm. were the pros from the last year. And then it was myself, Billy Ruff, Neil Blender, Tony Hawk as AMS. And I think I ended up in third or fourth. And so it was like, well, you're pro now. You entered a pro contest. Like Tony one. says, you just like walk up and you're like, pro am. Check the box. <laughs> <Pro. laughs> <laughs> so did Veriflex. So you're like basically going, you, uh, I'll take the money this time. It's, okay. Last time right. you couldn't take it. Oh, yeah. oh okay, yeah. Damn. So Veriflex, did you ever get a board on Veriflex yeah. or you yeah. oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you were, you were only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing like how torturous this is. Like we're up to 1980. This is, <laughs> this is okay. This is okay. This is what we do, mm-hmm. you know? But um, you only, you turned pro for Veriflex, right? But then shortly after, Powell, Powell Peralta, right? Yeah. Like well, within like a year. No, no, no. I, uh, well, I, I got on Powell in 83. Okay, 83. Got on Veriflex in 80. Turned pro in 81. Um, and I got on Powell in 83. 83. How did the Powell thing come so, around? Yeah, and you know what happened is, um, so one of the reasons I got on Veriflex, which was awesome, was uh, they were going to go on a U.S. tour. And I don't think even AMS ever went on a U.S. tour. So hmm. I got I got on and I went on this U.S. tour. Okay. With them, which was amazing. So, I, um, But at that time, uh park after park when we're going was closing or closed or whatever it was it was like the death of skateboarding trip which was <laughs> a shock it was serious it was it was the death of skateboarding trip uh we went to apple and apple was closed we didn't even go up to 
uh, Cherry Hill because that had already closed. Were you uh, just driving and, and you would we, go? We had over, mapped it out, but they had mapped it out. But uh, when you got there, driving there was... by the time they had made shirts and everything, and then by the time we're on the road, Cherry Hill's closed. We're not opening it. Apple's closing, but we will open it up for you, maybe. Wow. Um, Denver, Boulder was closed. They opened it up for us. Half the things are full of water. We're demoing at the most eight people. Eight people are showing up. Yeah. What? Wow. This is nobody. It was dead. Park after park. It was, Damn. Uh, the, and the Losis were, had already started kind of moving into the... All the skate parks were closing. They're struggling. So they started making RC racetracks. Oh, okay. And they got, started getting kind of into the RC car business as we're going on this trip. Huh. And by the time we're done, Gil realizes, like, I'm not going to do the pro thing anymore. I'm going to do RC. Really? Basically. So the owner, his brother owned the Veriflex and together. Mm-hmm. And so the pro side of it was basically like, man, I'm going to go over here. Wow. So I was still on Veriflex as a rider without Alan Lucy's dad, Grisham, Algera, all the top pros were basically, there was nothing. So it was me and Alan <laughs> left on Veriflex basically. Damn. I started working at Veriflex so I could make some money. Okay. Get <laughs> a warehouse job or something? Because my dad's belief was coming true. Couldn't make any money <laughs> yeah. doing this? Yeah, making money at doing it. So I had odd jobs. I was working, I worked at a, uh, it's a great job too. I worked at Veriflex silk screening. You screen your own pro boards? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the timeline off a little bit. So I actually got a job. So I worked at Whittier Skate Park. Okay. Whittier Skate Park closed. Mm. And the, that whole Whittier, the whole period of Whittier Skate Park and all the antics that happened at the skate park is a whole nother thing. That was just amazing stuff. Mm. Um, we can get into that too. Um, but we're jumping ahead of it. <laughs> so the park closes and I actually get a job working at a, uh, a night watchman so they wouldn't steal wood. From what, a construction? At a construction site, drawing my graphic for Veriflex because they were like, you're going to turn pro. You're gonna, so I'm sitting atop, you know, you're a top pro, you're going to get a board. Night watchman <laughs> so people don't steal wood, thinking, should I get a layer for the ramp? <laughs> and like, yeah, you get a board, but you get to draw it, come up with ideas. And I'm like, wow, pros, skateboarding is... Not as I had dreamed. No. Um, so then I get a job at Veriflex silk screening boards. Okay. Which is amazing because Veriflex did the exact same thing Powell was doing. They got all these little, Hobie went out of business and they had thousands and thousands of little boards. Oh. Powell got them and silk screened them as street boards. Veriflex got them and I was silk screening them as Cobras, freestyle boards or something. I don't know what they were, but they were so bad that they're, they had splinters and everything. They're ripping the screens. And I'm like driving all the way to Chatsworth from Alhambra. Like, what am I doing? Oh, my gosh. What am I doing? <clears throat> and I, you know, obviously talked to my mom going, wow. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I was like, Stacy Peralta is... is the only one that's even doing anything with this. Right. Like, like, he was a pro. And I was like, is this what it is? It's like, it's over. And now we have to figure out this avenue. Like. To do what Stacy does to do it, like it's done. I mean, Tony, we all have the checks to b- prove it. Fourteen dollar check, eighty-five cents. Yeah, yeah. Mine, my low one was a fourteen dollar check. But what is fourteen bucks? Come on, um, it's horrible. <laughs> he was 
13 or 14, he says, right? Yeah. Oh, I can get by. I is 18. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, this is right on the cusp of like, okay, you got to figure this out. So um, Desert Ramp Battle was the next contest. And uh, I, I was skating with Stevie a lot. Okay. Because I was like, you just want to be around dudes that... I would go to San Jose. This is pathetic. I'd go to San Jose and have a horrible time, couldn't skate and everything, but I'd use it for motivation. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'd go there and I'd say, I, I just use that type of stuff for motivation. I don't think I've ever went to San Jose and skated well and had a good time. I never went to Del Mar and skated well and had a good time. What was it, just because of the park or? No, it was me. Just it, little... It's just how I function. Like, I don't know, I can't explain mood. it. Um, moody, emotional. Yeah. Skateboarding is emotional. It's mm-hmm. about these things. It's not about those things. And right. when you put in those situations, it's, I just used them to. Fuel the. F- fuel it. Yeah. Because it, it's playing the game. Yeah. You know, a lot of people can't play the game because the game's not that fun. There's only a few people that actually like that game. Yeah. And they do really well. But a lot of people go, that's not the real thing. How do you deal with it? And so I I was so scared to be, not get it that I was like, I understood it. Hmm. Play the game. Right. Figure it out. Do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. And part of it was going skating and being pushed and being so motivated that you didn't do as you'd want to, that you came back on fire. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So I was skating with Stevie a lot. I think we were friends. We connected, I think, a lot. I think he was, I think he was attracted to that I just didn't give a rip. Right. So the next contest was Great Desert Ramp, ramp Battle. And this is a time where I was making bondage pants and stuff, and Stevie was wearing bondage pants and started playing music. And even at that contest, this is when you interview Stevie, he'll tell you the whole okay, story. But okay. Stacy was like, what are you doing? You don't care about skateboarding anymore? Because he wasn't in first place oh. or something. He was like, you, you're wearing punk, you're hanging out with Lent. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back and won, obviously. Okay. But uh, at that contest, Stacy came to pick me up with Stevie to go out to the Great Reset Ramp Battle. Mm. And... Um, the story's been told a million times, but um, I had to talk to my mom, and my mom straight up went to Stacy. Was like, "Hey, you know, Lance is really concerned and worried about the future, and he wants, he loves skateboarding, wants to be involved, but it's kind of like, where does it go? Where's it? And, you know, he's pointed out and showed me, and we know that you, you, you do, th- you've done this. Mm-hmm. You're a pro that has done this, and he's interested. in you have any ideas or how we can help him, or what he what?" what he might think or yeah, yeah. something like that I basically approached him and basically he came just like well what do you want to come work for me like work for you or pretty much huh and so we had the conversation it was like look at um you think you have to leave veriflex i'm not going to steal you off veriflex i don't do that but if it ends and you leave i'll i'll we'll pick you up in three months which I don't know if we should even tell, but Stacy was awesome. He was very, yeah. very polite and everything. That's the right way to do it, even of though course. even though you probably shouldn't. Which is amazing is Stacy never took anyone off of anything. It's incredible. Like he wanted to build his guys. Yeah. But since the real scenario was that skateboarding was gone and he could see that I wanted to be around and work, the real offer was for me to come there. I wouldn't have a board anymore. I'd ride for it mm. and just kind of fade into his position as he taught me and mm. showed me what 
the ways. And okay. so I got on as an employee, actually. Really? And right. one of my things was I, I, had, I went up, hung out with Stacy and Stesic and went to Pal once a month with them on meetings and things and was going to make a intelligence reports and learning the business mm-hmm. and because i said the intern yeah basically a professional intern <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i mean it, it's fuzzy at points it's sure. like whether that's what was really thought or not thought or expected i don't really know to be honest hmm. I, I looking back on it, i feel super actually really guilty because i was like i ain't doing that i'm gonna beat your dudes <laughs> yeah, that's what you were thinking, yeah. <laughs> uh, want, but that's I what wanted, you had in you, though. Well, no, you I wanted to... Since I was a kid, I, you want the the guys that you think are the best to think that you're good. Yeah. Of course. I've had this conversation with a couple people. It's like, there's nothing you can do if, you, if you're like, you're good, but you're not my favorite. There's <laughs> nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. It's true. There's nothing yeah. you can do. You, there's nothing that poor kid can do to change that mind either. No. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You can do all the right things and you can get to the point where like, I never really thought that much of it, but you're amazing now. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can never go back and go, yeah, you were the dude. When you were following Stevie around, I saw how, gr- like, you were great. <laughs> <laughs> so that will never uh, uh, happen. <laughs> but the amazing opportunity and to sit back and go, that's like even in the documentary, it's kind of, I would say it's kind of, I think things are misunderstood. Oh, yeah. After I talked to skaters. <laughs> because my main thing is, they were like, oh, you never thought you were good enough. You didn't belong. You should have belonged. You belonged. I was like, that was never really said. I was, I never should have been on PAL because I rode for someone else. Mm. Stacy did not take people from somewhere else. Right. Otherwise, he would have taken Miller. He would have taken Neil. He would have taken Nottis. He would have taken all these people that were in this thing. He doesn't take people off. He builds his own guys. Yeah. But I was this mishap that was supposed to go work and just refused to do what I was supposed to do. And force my way back in okay <laughs> okay yeah um i was just like i'm gonna win the next contest and i was so adamant about winning the next contest it was next contest was saint pete i got second and then the next one was upland and i won one upland yeah wow but i'm also that type of dude too that was like one i have to win again <laughs> i don't have to win again i just had to prove my point yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, so right. I, I have this wrong motivation i have just a. Ah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's like, without being super rude, I've been told by people like, by bosses, (laughs) 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 you're you're a jack of all trades, but, you know, master of nothing, right? Wow. And I'm like, which is a good thing, I guess. Nope. Or like you said, wow, it's a bad thing, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I would take it as like... I thought of it, yeah. I think it's a good thing. Okay. Because I think it means... Is exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm good at a lot of things, and I can beat your masters. There you go. If they're masters, they should never be beat by me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Each one, every one of them. But you also <laughs> proved your point, though, by winning. But that's, it's also, it's a defensive, uh, a fearful position, mm-hmm. um, which can be dangerous. And also can be uh, really motivated. See, because I'm a, I dream a lot, you know? And like a lot, I think a lot of people are dreamers. Yeah. And, um. 
that can be an empty thing because you can you'll never reach it because as soon as you're close, you, then you dream another one and then you dream another one yeah. and you never get to go. Wow, that was great. Right. And then you, the uh, the things that drive you are different. There's like a different mo- driving thing and some. So you get driven by these different things. Yeah. So um, I don't know why I went from there, but um, I think I was really just supposed to go work and fade away. <laughs> How old were you at that point? 18. 18? No, 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 no. Well, I got on, yeah, no, I got on pallet 18. So it was, Which is, I mean, it's late. Yeah, that, that was late back then? You became an employee there. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> early for an employee. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't going to see It's like... Um, I think, and I think Neil Blender and, and Jeff Grosso, or not, Grosso's maybe a little young, but, you know, Grosso, I'll say Grosso, but, like, our, our clique, Neil for sure, because we are contemporaries. Mm. Like, I think... Like, what Neil was doing at his stage as an amateur was incredible. It was obviously different. Mm -hmm. But I also think he thinks, like, what I was doing at that point was one of my highlights. Mm -hmm. But if you're not on the right thing or no one really is there, you're not at the right place and it's not getting documented and no one cares, like, um, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. And that's one thing when I got on PAL... I have Stacy behind me saying, this kid matters now. Right. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, I, I was that kid that was would do certain things and then see pros do it later in an ad and going, <laughs> I already did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think a lot of, I think that happens a lot or whatever. Sure. But it don't matter until it's, Presented by the right people in the right place and the yeah, thing. There you go. And uh, not that Veriflex wasn't the right place. It had its time, and it was an, in, in, incredible. It's not the Veriflex that people know of as Veriflex. That's what it became. When Gil left, mm-hmm. that cutting-edge pro team left, and it became a toy store company. Yeah. But they had Eddie Ogura, which is Tony Hawk's and Steve Cavallero's icono- you know, um, architect. Mm-hmm. That's the guy they copied. Had Eric Grisham, which was the the gnarliest dude. Hmm. Steve Hirsch and them always won every doubles. Patty Hoffman won every girls contest. Um, they had uh, Mike Hirsch and they had Siegfried. They had other AMs and everything. And they had George Orton at the beginning. It was a very, it was plan B basically. Right. It was basically plan B when, sorry, it's H Street. Oh, H Street. It's more of H Street. Okay. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's more like that. It was like it was like moving it forward. It was, was it m- like flip. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like girl? I'm just kidding. Like <laughs> no, no. No, it's not like girl. No, no. Uh, just, no, no. Yeah. No, it's not like girl because it was the brand that the people loved it and knew it, but there was a there was a definite group of people against it. Mm-hmm. There was a group of people against oh. it. And Santa Cruz and Indy were flying the flag against it pretty hard. Really? Against Veriflex? Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Oh, wow. The last contest, they were spitting on Eddie. They are spitting on Eddie Ogura. Why, though? Their version is that this was robotic skating. Huh. No style. Uh, robots, mechanical, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Our version is that we're style punk 
feeling. I, I think a lot of the rival really, really came from the trucks because hmm. Veriflex had their own truck. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. Salvo always says like, oh, we liked you because you rode Indies. And I was like, I did. <laughs> you, you didn't ride them when you were on Veriflex? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, our, our boards came complete, basically. Yeah. And so there's a bit of that. There's a bit of... And that's what I'm saying. I was in there going, like, Dwayne dug me. Like, I was on Veriflex, but he dug me. He would come, like, they, and Salvo would too, but they would spit on all of it, you know. They, but, but I was on Veriflex, so I, they weren't supposed to like me. Kind of right. Thing. And the Veriflex dudes were rad, and they always say, oh, it's robots, or they're not punk, and we're punk. And I was like, but Steve Hirsch went to punk shows before those dudes. Like. <laughs> so it was just this weird thing. Um, a lot of them, it was very trick-oriented. Gotcha. Skateboarding was very trick-oriented at the point. And we, everyone learned that you could do an axle stall and a new trick and win the contest rather than you go back and look at it. And Steve Alba's lines are amazing. And the things he's doing, he does lean grind revert, but he wasn't placing in the top five because he didn't have the new tricks. Didn't have that. Oh. And that, that was happening right then. And there was a rebellion against it. And the rebellion against it was coming from the same people though, but they were pretending they weren't that. Like hmm. Dwayne and Dwayne Peters and Eddie Ogura are exactly the same skateboarders. Hmm. Like they skateboard exactly the same way. Right. One doesn't surf or one doesn't carve. They do new tricks. But one Dwayne, they're the guys I was talking about before. Dwayne played a theater and yeah. he created a following of this is what you're supposed to be. And it was against Eddie. Hmm. Which is a shame. Because they're actually really, they're friends and they are the same dude. But it was, it became, it almost created a, a shtick that he has this, he's, like he's trapped to now. Yeah, yeah. Where he could just, they could enjoy themselves now. It's a shame. Hmm. But he's still stuck in that because he doesn't realize like everything off outside of acid dropping into the square that no one else has done in the world, people can do. Oh, right. We love you, Dwayne, because you did the acid drop. Not because you spit on Eddie, not because you p pretended to be more punk, not, be not because you put up a wall, because you're a better skateboarder than anyone in the world. Not because you can OD more, not because <laughs> that's that stuff, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all the stuff other people can do. Sure. What you do on a skateboard is why we love you. Yeah, of um, course. And that's why we love Eddie. Yeah. But we can still go, the theater... And that feeling that you brought us mm -hmm. is what we want. But it also can kill the, the other guy. The next guy. You know, well, it kills the next guy and also kills you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where do you play that game? Where do you play in between where it's not self-destructive and you're still that dude and you enjoy it? And it's brutal. Skateboarding is chewed up and spit out thousands of people. It still does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And way more, and, and ap, a lot better skaters than me have been chewed up and spit out so quickly. Hmm. Well, it's the attitude that you have, for sure, too. Like, yeah, whether you want burning to bridges. Like, you, you got to be a, if you're going to be in the skate, you've been in the skate industry very, very long time. And it's because, not obviously, your skateboarding is really good. You've done a lot of great things for skateboarding, but you have a good attitude about it. And I think that sticks out a lot to people. And that's the people that need to be in skateboarding still. There's a lot of great skateboarders that, yeah, 
I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, everyone's had rough times and some people have had harder times or rougher times and it's how you navigate it. And I mean, Stacy taught us well, be prepared. Mm-hmm. It's ending. Be prepared. It's right. ending. Be prepared. It's ending. When it ended, everyone freaked out. Yeah. But which is crazy is most of his dudes were able to navigate it. Yeah. Did he pick guys that can navigate it or did he help us? Help us. <laughs> <laughs> the a, little, most, a little of both, maybe. Yeah. That must have been crazy. Like, how was it when skateboarding died, then it picked up back up again, where you just kind of like, oh my. Which is, time? I don't know. But, like, but I mean, there was a time, though, that, I mean, that led into now, like basically, like what, well, <clears throat> like in the 90s, I guess you would say. Like, well, the 90s, it died down quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've only known skateboarding's waves. We'll go back. I got on yeah. Pell as an employee. Yeah. And I'm going to do that, and I love that because I love the inner workings of it, the stuff with Stasic and mm-hmm. Stacey. I, love the, I loved it all. The way ads were made, that I would get the ads that no one else wanted. Crazy, weird ads that Craig wanted to do. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah, sure. Everyone's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, give me that. <laughs> you know, and the other time, I'm like, yo, but... <laughs> was it the, uh, the other I'll side, I would be like, I was like, what? The I'll do it attitude? What hey, they called hey, Mikey. In... Yeah. Mikey will do it. Yeah. No, I um, uh, I don't think it's... Maybe it was that desperate, I'll do it attitude. And maybe everyone thought I was desperate. But I, I think I got it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked those things. I, I loved that my head was on a naked Ken doll. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> totally amazing. I don't know if anyone else really wanted that. Right, right. But I'd also, when we came to the film... Well, that's separate. That's a little bit after. So I got that to be, um, I was going to just fade over there, work over there. Stacy had no idea what the industry's doing. No. I was, I got, I got on pal making $200 a month, which was a lot better than 14 and $50 a month. Sure. I got married making $200 a month. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Total yeah. moron. <laughs> Where were you living at $200 a month? I was still, I was at my parents' house. Oh, you lived okay. I was still at my parents' oh, house. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on pal, get $200 a month. I don't know how long it is exactly, but they're filming for the first video. Mm-hmm. Um, and Craig and Stacy or whatever, they decide to have me kind of weave the story together. Oh, gotcha. Or whatever. I don't really have a spotlighted part, mm-hmm. but I have a ramp, so it's like they're going to come ride my ramp. Like, I I was a janitor. I I was I was available, or the glue, or whatever, like... um. Stacy gave me those opportunities, but I was also like having a side guy that could do those things was probably good for him. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they, they were like going to weave me through. Well, anyways, when that video came out, Stacy just basically was like, hey, everyone's asking for your board. Would you, would you consider having a board again? Wow. And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, mean, of course. <laughs> I, mean, I was like. Yeah, of course I wanted that. He always asked me like, "Is like I thought you didn't want a board, and we decided not to have a board. Would you want?" To? He always right, asked right. me that way. I'm like, "Yeah, of course I want a board. That's funny." <laughs> yeah. um, and I got married right then, so I was still making two hundred dollars a month. But the board came out, and it just bounced up to two grand. Wow! Right away. Yeah, it went straight to two grand for having a board. Wow. Like it yeah. boomed. It, it it everything clicked right then. I think sales and everything started picking up. And okay, stuff happened. The video was a hit. Yeah, I mean, having a video changed. It was a big thing in skateboarding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to be like this thing that tied it together. 
So realistically, I got to be the the model that you can make it in a video rather than contest, which I thought was crazy because I won enough contests, I thought. But yeah. if you don't win all of them, I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's like, isn't one ramp contest good enough? Isn't one air contest good enough? Like, that's how I was. One pool contest. Like, <laughs> like I got a trophy. One yeah. speed contest. Yeah. I won one contest and everything, like one thing that is needed, but I'm like... I guess I didn't put the time in. To, you got enough points in the snake run. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just get by guy. Um, so yeah, it was amazing. Like, uh, well, going from two hundred to two grand overnight is it? Yeah, it's life changing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was it's like, like I mean, it was like, well, oh, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Right. It all felt like we almost gonna make it. We're gonna make it. Oh, I got on pal. like when I got on pal. John and those dudes were like, they were like, one of us got on that team. There you, you know go. I mean? Like Sick. one of us gone, like, yeah, it was cool. It was like the dirt bag that came, like the dirt bag got on, on pal. Sure. And I was like riding a sword in a skull, not a Ray Bones Rodriguez, yes, which is like, I'm still like, wow, I should be in the room. I should have been riding a Ray Bones Rodriguez board. <laughs> but it said it was sword and pal by that time. <laughs> but I mean, you know. That's why I went straight to the Vato, like uh, oh, yeah. the Vato board, the one that Craig did, the Vato rap. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was um, yeah, I got to. I mean, those you're put alongside. Stacy was really good at putting people alongside each other. You'd, you'd always get people from two different areas mm -hmm. push each other. Scott Foss and Steve Cab, and you're like, Scott Foss is the guy. Cab obviously is the guy. Yeah. But you know, in our hearts, Foss is everything too. Um, but that's not known in history as much. And then, like, so he's always he put people in areas. Um. And from my area, there was Teddy Bennett and David Z. David Z was an amazing skater. Huh. Those are the guys that were AMs when I was trying to, wanted to be AM. Okay, gotcha. So I got on, um, and then you're, you're with Cab and McGill, Tony. Dream come true? We just didn't want the dream to end. That was the dream. Right. The dream come true was that <clears throat> we get to do it tomorrow. That's the dream, and it's still the dream. Yeah. So it's it's not like... I can't even think today like, oh, I would love to be this or that or do this or win that. It's like, I just want to do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That's really all we want. So is it, that was like, oh, this, this dream, yes, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. This is going to last a while. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. Kind okay, of. right. But it's also, like I was trying to say, it also became very quickly this era where it was working. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really what you wanted. You didn't want to, here's this opportunity to wear this and make that. Here's this opportunity to do this and get that. And it's mm -hmm. like, we just kind of really wanted to skateboard. Right. <laughs> Where we wanted, when we wanted, with who we wanted, and make and make money. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And it don't work that way. Yeah. It's like, yes, you get to go to... You know, you get to go to Italy mm -hmm. and ride a mini ramp where they expect you to do a 540 in see-through pants <laughs> or whatever. Like Tony and I went, this is an amazing story. But we, you had to do it because it was 500 bucks. We got to do it. You got to. <laughs> we went, Tony, Tony Hawk and I went to uh, Italy to do a TV show with four hacky sackers. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Four roller skaters. Uh-huh two hacky sackers and a chainsaw juggler. 
<laughs> what chainsaw to, to do a TV show? It's a hell of a variety show. <laughs> it, is, it was a yeah, sick, yeah. it was one of the best trips because it was so bad. It was so gnarly and crazy. And we get there, and it was there was a half pipe on stage made out of one sheet of thin birch with a two by four across the top. Did Tony tell you the story? No, <laughs> it's amazing. Tony is awesome. Tony is the best human possibly. <laughs> it's like, cause I'm just like instigator, grumbly, like whatever. And he feels the same, but he's not like, whatever. He just looks at it like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But obviously Tony's going to go do it. Cause of he's course. good at he's it. Pro. Yeah. So they take us into this back room to get our costumes. Oh, and I see right away what the, what's going on before Tony. And I went straight for the see-through blue pants. <laughs> and he had the see-through yellow pants. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and at first ride, I bailed and my knee went through the ramp. Seriously? <laughs> yep. and, is this uh, in front of a live audience or is it tell, are they filming it for gonna television? It's going to be in front of a live audience the next day. But oh, there this was, is there was practice. Test day. Gotcha. Stage is full of mirrors. I don't know if it was Tony or me. It makes more sense it was Tony. Mm. I mean, me. Okay. Uh, board shoots off, breaks one of the mirrors, and they're just like, nope, done. So, so I don't think we even did the show. <laughs> they cut you. <laughs> I think so. You still get paid. Yeah. No, did you keep the pants? I wish I kept those pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we talking about completely see-through? Like, did you, could you, like, if you weren't wearing underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's Tony. Okay. <laughs> just, I mean, the yellow would be easier to see through, I think. But That's anyway. why I chose yeah, the blue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I think I might have had underwear. I don't think Tony did. No. But I think he got him to give him a pair or something. I don't know. Was you got to ask him. Was the chainsaw juggler wearing see-through pants, too? No, they had a different outfit. They had different outfits. <laughs> they gave the skateboarders see-through shorts. How are you? How did you hook this up? What did... Who's your agent? Yeah, what's we were on the Pal videos. Oh, that they wanted like, they wanted they, you guys. Yeah. yeah, with Tony Hawk. Will anybody else go? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, just that kind of stuff. You know, you're like they're great experiences. Yeah, of course. But they're also like, is this what we is this what we started this for? <laughs> uh, like, what are we doing? But then again, they're great. They're great experiences. I lo some of the worst experiences to me. I just I love them. Yeah. They're just you know, I mean, some people are like that. Some aren't. They're just like, oh. It's a great story to tell later. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just like, and I could be the one that like constantly that's like pushing the buttons and making it worse for everybody and everything. <laughs> and me sitting back going like, I'm fine. With it. <laughs> and I just realized like it's a bad trait I have. It's just like instigator or like just, yeah, it's a bad trait, but it's, I thought it was funny at some point. Well, you're just having fun, right? I mean, Try, it's you're so trying to make it. It's miserable that I'm having, I'm yeah. trying to have fun. Yeah. I mean, you're in Italy. We're in Blue see-through oh pants. All the craziness, mirrors. man. All the crazinesses. I almost died that trip. I thought a cop was going to shoot me. He pulled a machine gun on me. I was really? the most scared I've been in my <laughs> life. What were you doing? Were you still wearing the pants? That right? <laughs> <laughs> what is he? I know. We were just stuck at our hotel. It was a miserable hotel. And the, I don't even want to tell the story. We were just stuck just at this hotel, off? miserable hotel. And... It was right in, there's prostitutes all up and down the street mm -hmm. in cars. Oh, yeah. And the cops would pull by. And we were skating home, and a cop was pulled up, and Tony had a camera, and I was like, oh, give me the camera. And I went to shoot, a, I went to, I shot a photo with Tony's camera, I think, and the flash went off. Oh. Uh, 
They didn't and like the that. The cop just went, they went down in reverse, almost ran me over, came out with, popped out with machine wow. guns. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pulled the film out and everything. Oh, wow. Oh, they let me go. You <laughs> can't take photos of cops? Hang out with prostitutes? With a flash at night? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just bad. I, I didn't even know the flash was on. Gonna, just one of those things. Just one of those, right, right. But it was scary. I was scared. I bet. I bet. I thought he was going to shoot me. Because, you know, they're yelling at you in a language you didn't know and... It was a machine gun. Yeah. 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 That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. Powell days must have been incredible. I mean, uh, you did, you guys did what, eight videos or something? Three. Give or take. No, three. You did a lot of them. It's like everything else. It ended on this third one. No. <laughs> <laughs> then there was a bunch more that shouldn't have happened. No, but you were part of something. Oh, yeah. It was great, man. Phenomenal. It was nine years. You know? it, seemed, it seems, I mean, it was only nine years, really, that was on. That's a long time. Is it? Nine years on a skate company? You know, I mean, it's a long we, we time. come from the old school where it's like, you're just going to ride for one company. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kind of, I guess. Yeah. But even nowadays, you talk That to doesn't happen. I mean, that cab has, cab has been able to basically ride for the same company his whole career. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, that's a, such a blessing. But it's also because he had an avid, you have to have avenues to do that. Yeah, of know? course. So. Of course. But what, what ultimately happened with Powell when oh. it came to an end? Oh, when it came to an end? Yeah. It was a... Times change. Yeah. It's, it's just... Um, was skateboarding hitting that wave again, or was you, or were you just... No, um, no, no, no. Skateboarding, so... Um, he, we're, they were riding the wave. Yeah, yeah we were, we were riding the wave, and mm -hmm. it's like the same thing. It's like you get on this train that you, you think nothing can go wrong, and yeah. we're in the arena doing the same thing over and over and over, and street skating is really t changing. Yeah, starting... Not that street skating wasn't there. Um. I mean, I can go back to Whittier. Like, we've had these conversations. Like, even Stacy did a little post the other day of John Lacero and Richard Armijo. They got locals at Whittier. They got kicked out. Got kicked out of the park. And they would, all they would do was skate and m imitate all the stuff on the curbs. Stone slappies. Yeah, it's where slappies yeah. came mm. out. Um, board slides, inverts, and all that stuff. So everyone comes to the contest, and Stacy. And Stesic see those guys doing it. Mm -hmm. They come back and actually talk to them about possibly representing their brand. They're going to mm. do little boards and street. They see Stacy sees where it's going to go. Sees where it's going. Yeah. I think John basically. I actually I know John. Them like yeah. We don't want to do that. Can you just get us back in the park? Oh shit! <laughs> they, didn't, yeah. they didn't do it. No. They didn't do it. They didn't really take that opportunity. Hmm. But they saw what it was doing, and uh, he saw what the kids were potentially doing and there was a change it wasn't everyone street skated everyone skateboarded before we rode parks we rode the streets sure you know there's that time like i was talking about like all we wanted to do were when people are doing 360s is i just wanted to go down the sidewalk and up the driveway and down the sidewalk and up the driveway and then there's a bush and you know, this, the surf thing yeah of course that's all you want to do and then that kept going steeper and steeper to vert so everyone skated street curbs everything right roll on the curbs do they they messed with it but because they were outside they really developed a couple more things so what did the so, the tide was shifting more towards street skating yeah bottom line stacy picked young guys oh. raised them up right and steve came along and stole them pretty much that's really what has happened. It was, yeah. he was raising up dudes in an old way where Caballero basically won contests for a year and a half before he got a board. 
Guy Mariano, Rudy Johnson, mm-hmm. these guys are coming up. Oh, yeah. He's trying to build them up. I feel very guilty because I think that was my assignment. Take them under your wing. For me to take them under their wing and kind of carry it on from there, and maybe I have a brand under them. Hmm. Tony maybe have a brand under them. All these things, because that's where it was going. Okay. I don't think that's really where George wanted to go. It's definitely not... I mean, I was doing it. I was filming. I was doing stuff, but I wasn't doing what Stacy did. I didn't give up my life to go, I'm done. I'm going to raise these guys. Right. You were and, still doing it. And other companies came along. Steve came along and was just like, offered him it all right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rocco. Yeah, he came around and said, hey, you know, we'll give you it all right now. So, you know, Mike V first. It's, it's like... And so at that state, how 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 does Stacy compete? He wasn't going to play that game, mm-hmm. and I think it really just hurtful and hard and not how. What does Stacy do? Yeah, if it's not the same world, and I'm not going to play that game, what did where do I go and what do I do? Mm. And so Stacy. He raised up other guys. You know, Ray Barbie came along, which was a great choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the choices were less. Gotcha. And I would arguably say the greats were taken. Mm. Right? Yeah. Guy turns out to be great. Yeah. Does he not? Yeah. <laughs> um, Guy Mariano. And the greats started playing with, and bottom line, they wanted to hang out with Gons. No, they, Right. I wanted to hang out at Gons at that time. Yeah, but plus, blind, blind video came out. I was like, "Can I? You want to play with you guys?" <laughs> you <wanna> play, <laughs> right, right. I had been already playing with Mark for a long time, and sure. I'm like, "We had already started going in that direction." Like, Stacy's our leader, Jay's our leader, Alva's our leader, Dwayne's our leader, Neil's our leader, mm-hmm. Cab's our leader, Gons is our leader. He happens to be over there now. Right. You know, that's yeah. kind of where, that's how, what happens in skateboarding. But mm-hmm. it's also too, like the new companies come along, the cool kids kind of are, are over there now, right? It, Is it, and then you're. It kind of didn't happen that way. It was always, you're able to get the right guy and keep the right guy. And that was changing. Yeah. Right. Because the model of how to do it was changing. And it wasn't a model that Stacy necessarily wanted to play. He was more clean. Well, not even clean. Because people say, oh, it's about the graphics or something. It's more about how you do business. Like, I want to raise this kid up and, and, and let him wait for two years. Of course. Instead of give it to him now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you can find out who's the, the right guy. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was just a time. Don't get me wrong. I don't. It's just what it is. Sure. I, I, in some ways, I think it was a great thing. Mm. Some ways it was a, yeah horrible thing who left powell first uh rodney or mike rodney went to do basically no, rodney, start world with rodney start here yeah. rodney start from what i understand rodney basically was is demoing for money mm-hmm. <laughs> writing for powell for board sales which you're not you're not going to get a board sale off a freestyle board right so he's not making any he's because it was a side it was what he was doing at that point was basically a sideshow a sideshow yeah mm-hmm. Until Gons took what he did and made it the show. <laughs> so he didn't get any money. Mm-hmm. There's demo, he's doing whatever. And so I think Rocco came along and was like, I'm to start a company and you want to be a partner. And he was basically a partner with that. And then Pal found out. He was like, hey, you can't do that. Oh, he was double dipping. Well, he was starting to try to dip. 
She wouldn't get anything. <laughs> yeah. Which I think makes 100% makes sense. Mm -hmm. Rocco's coming to him and going, you're the best in the world and you've done everything and Lance Mountain is over there getting money. He <laughs> 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 was on Fairflex. <laughs> You know what I mean? And, sure. that, and that's what you, that's, that's done a lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was in, yeah, I'm not going to say that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that, I've heard that said to writers and stuff and I've seen that happen and Rock was rad. He was fun. It was like, it was new. It was changed. Mm. We can do whatever you, it's yours. You can do whatever. And yeah, part of that's true. It's a lot of that's true. Pal was in a place that, couldn't or wouldn't go there. Right. Stacy was in a place that couldn't or didn't want to go there. And Rodney's gone. Tommy and Thebo see the there da, 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 and truthfully, Stacy came to me one day and said, Hey, I'm gonna leave the company. What are you guys gonna do? <laughs> Jeez. Like not not like hey, I'm leaving, get no, I'm dumping you. Uh, what are you gonna do? He's like there was conversations like I can't start another brand. I can't do that to the. I can't do that to George. Mm. I um, I don't even know if this stuff's cool to talk about. Oh, it's everyone, nice. oh people wonder no. about it. Though. But everyone, yeah, no, everyone has a different me. view of it. Yeah. Stacy might have a different view of it. Um, he wanted to be there, but he couldn't be there anymore. Right. The um. Was he already getting into filmmaking? The company were were going in these trajections. Mm -hmm. Vision and Pal going, it's going to get bigger. We're going to get buildings. We're going to do these things. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. And it goes... <laughs> and it's like, well, we have to like get small again. How do we get small? And it's like, it just wasn't there. And I think George was a little bit more... I'm it's almost weird talking about, because they're going to see it or say it different. But George was more like, you're not really doing what you want to do or you should be doing films. That's what you're getting into. But I think mm -hmm. Stacy wanted to be a part of skateboarding. It was just, cause I've had a conversation with him later that I was kind of almost blown away with. Like he was almost freaked out. It's not the right words. I use the wrong words all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost freaked out <laughs> just that when he did leave, no one in skateboarding reached out for him. Hey, Come work for us. Do this, do yeah. that. Mm -hmm. work. And uh, I, I kind of was like, we thought you wanted to go. <laughs> right. And we saw it differently. I was, I was like, yeah, you're out. We're still stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't get out. Right. We got, we're stuck in this mess that we know, how, no idea how to make money, how to make a living, what to do. We don't even know what to do. And so he was... It was just like, it, it collapsed, the whole the financial part of it collapsed mm. and the building and blah, 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 blah. And so Stacy was out and he was just making sure that it's like, you know, he didn't, if you talk to Stevie, he never even went to Stevie to tell him because Stevie had his Vans contract. Oh. And so I don't know how Stevie sees it, but Stacy saw it. like, I don't need that. He's cool. He's good. Tony, Mike, and you, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to, right? You guys got no money. I mean, we went from 2,000 up to 20,000 and then we went and, and we're all married and we have kids and we have, I'm sending my kid to a school, mm -hmm. uh, a private school, same one I went to. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Same teachers. <laughs> it's so awesome. Um, 
have a house finally, have cars. And Tony's even bigger, you know, more stuff. Right. To nothing. You guys got a basically thousand or less than thousand dollars a month. Like everyone's going bankrupt. Everyone's crazy living off their savings. What are we going to do? Were you saving money at the time? Were you living off your? Or were you just? I didn't make enough. No, <laughs> no. But you were just. Um, no, I had a small savings. Okay. Real small. No, I, you know what? I didn't. I just had a house, money in the house, cars. I was just, I, I was cool, but mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't buy a ton of stuff mm-hmm. that I was going to drop far, and I didn't, so I couldn't scale down to $1,000, though. Yeah. So I was like, that's when Stacy knew, what are you guys going to do? What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do? Did you have an answer for him? No. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean... George was, at the same time, Pear was working there, and Pat Brandon, Pat Brandon? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Pat Brandon. Rode for Pal, came back from a trip, came to me, was like, George is going to give you a company, and I'm on it. Seriously. <laughs> Pat knew that before you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole conversation was like, that was where it was going to go a couple of years before that it didn't. Okay. And that ain't going to happen. And now that Stacy's leaving, it's collapsing. Now we're going to do it. And then I had that conversation. Like, so that was all happening. Like, what's going on? Per Willinder was there, and he was, like, behind the scenes, and he was Rocco's friends, and it was all, it was a weird time. And so huh. Stacy was like, what are you going to do? And there's even conversations of, like, well, why don't we all go do something, you know? Like, I can't do that for the mm. workers. Or it's like, you know, it's kind of time for you guys to branch out, I think. But um, make sure you, he was, I think he was trying to, I think he was, he was awesome. I think he was trying to, protect skateboarding at least mention to it stay together Mm -hmm. have power have influence so this doesn't get out of our hands because it's out it's out of my hands now right and it's in your you guys are me now and i knew that and that was heavy i was like that's never gonna happen i'm not you right like he was really good at being the middle guy like we all rode for stacy really we knew we everyone i think would say they rode for stacy hmm. but george provided the way for it to happen sure. he made the pro he did all this it was a great combination of things but it was filtering off and they're looking for a stacy replacement uh, i'm nothing i'm not him right i'm not even diplomatic <laughs> I, you know weird talk i'd probably bum stacy out all the time i was like that's a lie he goes that's diplo- that's being diplomatic and i'm like and I'd be lame because I'd be like, to me, I can't do that. That's a yeah. lie. That's just diplomatic. You have to be, you know, in the middle of all this mess, you have to be diplomatic. And I'm like, I'm just too, I can't do that. Right. Um, and wow. I'm too selfish. I'm not like Stacy. I'm selfish. It's, <laughs> like, it's just the kudos or whatever. It's just a hit tip of the hat to how awesome Stacy was and just giving me that that window because I would never be here without that window mm. I, I would have been on Veriflex and it would just end and I right. would have been bummed and I got given this um, and I feel guilty that I didn't pick up the reins and do the and be able to hold guy and but I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that it's just yeah. I can't but if, what if, if he couldn't do it I can't how can I do it <laughs> like but what about this new company that they were offering you oh I'm going to do that you said no <laughs> but I went to meeting after meeting because yeah. they were saying what are you going to do and I'm like they're good, you know. They, but if you had nothing, they went straight up. They have a name picked out. No, no, no. He, George actually called me up and said, "Hey, you know, we're gonna give you this company. You know, right? 
you know, you and your wife can move up here and work in the warehouse and learn some computers and do this and give sure. me, the, you know, the name of the company, your writer ideas. And I'm just playing along going, oh, gosh. And I had talked to Costin. It was funny. I had talked to Costin. I was like, hey, Eric, if I ever start a company, would you write for it? No, I'd never, I'd never leave H Street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Hensley was on the list. I didn't even bother asking. No, him. He didn't. <laughs> and I'm sitting, looking at this, going, "This is what Stacy would do, anyways. He wouldn't go cherry pick the other teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to do any of this. But if you don't, if you didn't have anything, though, weren't you even well, considering? Of course, I'm considering. I'm, right. I'm, I have my list. You're joking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, right, Colin. Ray Barbie, because he wanted to, he was like, what do I, I want to be, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Can I ride for that team they're going to give you? Or, you know, I was like, maybe, do you know what? That's really bad to say to Ray. Ray was like, I was probably like, Ray, would you ride for this team? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ray was a possibility. Colin was on the team at the time. Colin McKay? Yeah. Oh, wow. And he was like, there was murmurings of like, hey, maybe Colin would want to be on it. And maybe, you, you know, and then I was like, well, Matt Hensley or Costin, Colin, Ray. Maybe I could do something like that. Not a bad um, squad. Maybe Wade Spire. No, I'm, I'm trying to come up with names. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's that meeting. I didn't. I don't think I even told George anything. It's like I was just like in shock, going, "I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to do it because I don't know what I'm doing." Just daring headlights. <laughs> yeah. Then I get a call from Rocco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, it might have been through Nottis, because Nottis and I were hanging out a little bit at that point. And I'm like, hey, we want to take you on a boat to Catalina. Rocco says this. Yeah. What are you thinking in your head? Are you like, hmm? Well, I already know the this... deal. <laughs> I already know the deal. Like, all this stuff is like, I swear, I don't know if I, I swear, but I, I, I swear, I think I just make up all this stuff in my head. <laughs> <laughs> this never happened. None of this happened. So you're on the boat to Catalina. Mark Gonzalez at this point okay. calls me and goes like, I'm going to leave blind. Why don't you take over the team? Oh. Really? And I'm like, that's a possibility. This is a possibility. Dude, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so going to Catalina. Yeah. Rodney, Per Willinder, Nottis, and Rocco are there. I'm like, okay, what... What did I just step into? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought Pear worked for Pal. <laughs> wow. Like, and it, so we went and played the whole time, and I'm like, we just played, surfed. Did, did, the, the, I mean, anyone that's ridden for World knows the gig. Like, come play with the toys. Little see vacation. How, see yeah, how much little, better it is here. Yeah. We'll talk later. Right. <laughs> I, I guess. So, anyways, I don't, I end up at Rocco's, and Ro- I don't know if Pear is even there anymore. I don't think Nottis is there anymore. Just Rocco and Rodney. And they're like, so what are you going to do? You know, we know everyone's leaving Pal. going to get a company. Da, da, da. It's like, um, why don't you bring the company here? It's like, um, <laughs> I can hear it right now. I remember him saying, like, if you, well, if you don't, we'll just take the guys anyway. We're going to take Colin anyways. Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric's not going to ride for you. He's going to ride for one-on-one. Uh, we'll just take Ray. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Hensley would never ride for you anyways. Oh, my wow. God. Or something, I'm like, 
Did I mention that to George? Maybe I did mention that to George. Did Pear tell him? Like, right, what? Right, right. what is going on? I was like, on he saw here? your list. I was kind of something. I was like, oh, I don't even know. He's like, you know, he basically said, why don't you come do something here? Like, you're basically the last one that we want. We've gotten everybody. <laughs> right. And then it turned into the conversation of where my heart really was. I was just like, like I want to be with the best. Mm. I want to be around the best. I want to have influence with with the best, and I want to keep doing what I love doing. Exactly. But I don't know how to do it here. I really don't know how I personally can do it here. Like, didn't feel right. You got everybody. I want to, but I like in the position, the Stacy position, not as a writer, as in some sort of control. Like, like. I mean, I'll straight out say it. I know you got like hookers and prostitutes for 13-year-old kids to get them off other teams. Right. Damn. And everything's a go. There's no right or wrong. It's just, and then I think the conversation of like, we don't like drugs. And I was like, I understand. Like, I'm not saying you guys are bad people. It's not your belief system. I have a belief system or a place in my life where I can or can't go or don't even want to. Sure. And then I had a, quite a long conversation with Rodney about... I love Rodney. <laughs> he's I, a, he's a, I love Rodney. I do. Yeah. Um, I don't know him that well, but at this point, it was like a crazy time. It was... We had a long, real dis- intellectual discussion of how there there is no right and wrong and there's relative and, and all this stuff and i got to the point i was like i don't even know what you're talking about like <laughs> and he was kind of i think he was kind of like you're playing games with me and what do you know and i'm like i just i i know there's a right and wrong for me sure and it doesn't mean and it's like even if somebody everyone has their limits or their places or whatever but it's just i just struggled with it i was like I just can't see me being Can't there. be a part of that. And I wanted to so bad. Huh. Well, I, I knew what it meant. I meant. It meant that I didn't have to starve. Sure. And they're like, ah, we don't even want you to do that anyways. We're going to make this brand new magazine. We want you and not us to do it. <laughs> what? That's what we want you to do. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. And it was like, the offer really, I think, ultimately wasn't having the brand there. Wasn't doing the blind thing because that, that came up and he was like, Oh no, gone, Mark's gone, that's mine, I'm taking care of that. It was basically you could have like an alternative brand here that you know, like you can be the good brand in here. Oh no, you know what? That probably won't even work, anyways. The conversation was like, We're going to start this magazine, we think you and Nottis can do it. Could you imagine the, like, no, that's <laughs> me. What are you be? the editor of Big Brother? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still freaked out, confused, going, What is going on? Having dreams, wondering, like praying like talking to the lord like what is going on <laughs> what's the time frame having from... arguments with the lord what is wrong with yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. great prayers but i mean like <laughs> what's a, what's the time frame well, how long how long is this going on for it feels like years but from the point i knew i had to do something to when i got boards was six months i was six months without money six months okay but the period from here to there was probably two months oh because it probably took me f- it probably takes about three months to get boards. I can't remember exactly. Okay. Maybe it was quicker then. I don't even know. It's such a blur. How long were you battling with the, if you should do it or not do it? I mean, or? Uh, one, one conversation with my wife. 
That was it. I'll, I'll be straight out honest. I had this dream. <laughs> You're going to trip out. Okay. <laughs> You're going to go, this guy's a weirdo. I instantly woke up and I had this dream of Jonah. There's a story in the Bible. Oh, Where okay. the Lord asked this guy to go prophesy and tell this, this nation that is r- real evil, you know, the Lord loves you and turn, change, da, da, da. And he's like, I ain't going. I don't want to go there. I hate those people. And if I do, they're going to change. And I don't even want them to change. <laughs> that was kind of the conversation Jonah had with God. Okay. And he split the other way and got swallowed by a giant fish. Oh. Or a, probably a grouper or a shark fish or whatever, a whale or whatever they could call a whale. And spit up. <laughs> and got, a grouper. It's <laughs> massive, whatever. Whale. Spits him up on Nineveh. And he goes and does it. And he's mad and he's frustrated. And uh, he, he's, he, whatever, he talks to him, the, the, the nation repents and changes and it's good. And then years later, it goes back. I had that dream about the story in the Bible. Really? <laughs> I'm doing what I'm doing now. And my wife was like, oh, you can't do that. You'll never be happy. Like, I love his cars. I would, I would love you to do it. We'd have money. Sure. She, she's driven around in his Ferraris okay. before. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she's like, you can't do it. No. You just can't. You, you know you can't do it. Yeah. So just put it out of your mind and just bury it. It's just, it's one of those interesting things in life and crazy. you're not able to do it. Um, so wow. I was like, wow, okay. Can't do that. Can't do that. Don't want to do that. Um, what? Now I'm empty. Now what? Start your own company. I was like kind of in that process of that's kind of all I have to do, like, or go get a job or do that. And I was, I was just like, I'll tell you this other biblical one too. I went to my pastor friend. I don't even really know him that well, but he's, um, and I just said, here's the scenario. What do I, I got any answer. I got no answers. (laughs) I like, I believe in the Lord. I believe this stuff. I've been, I don't got answers. Here's how the industry works. It's not possible to do that. It's like, you have to go with Rocco. <laughs> You're like explaining you to have him. To. Yeah. yeah. There was no other way. <laughs> like, you can't do your own company. I don't want to do my own company. Okay. Um, what should I do in this scenario? And he leaves the room and he comes back and he has four boxes this big of the tapes. And they're just tapes at that time of the Bible, commentary on the Bible. Didn't even say he just gave you the... <laughs> Here's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what he was saying. I knew whatever. It's like, the Lord has the answers. Just spend time with the Lord. Like, that's who you are. I'm not saying that people don't know that. Like, that's the answer for everyone, even if you don't know it. But the people who do know it, you better get doing that. Basically, all signs were pointing. So I was just like, know. Lord, like, what you do can't I do, do man? I don't even have any money. Like, I don't even want to do this. I do want to do this, but I want to do it the right, like, and I was just like, I know I can't be in business with someone that thinks completely different. Right. I can work for someone. No one's offered me anything except for Big Brother, <laughs> which it wasn't. Okay, I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow, and if I can get a loan, I'm going to just start to do a company, I guess. Wow. And like, luckily, ah, Lord, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no loan? Can I get a loan for 80 grand? Yeah. Yeah, right. Call up. I was like, you bet. Uh, we ordered boards. Um, <laughs> we got a company. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we're going to pay the bills. Did you even have a name? Oh, yeah. I, oh, so you I have the- pages and pages of names. Okay. And at the same, like, I've ordered boards. Order from Ty- Taylor. 
Taylor, Taylor Dykema. Taylor Dykema. <laughs> Ordered boards. Graphics? No, you don't even draw yet. Okay. No, because I'm going to take them to squeegees. Just get boards before I even know what I'm going to do. Gotcha. Order. Then Pear comes to me, and, and Tony is like, hey, we're leaving, too. We're going to do a brand. We're going to do a distribution. Da-da-da. You should be part of it. Da-da-da. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that's what I do. Oh, there's the answer. <laughs> Go down there. Just start working on a warehouse. Like, putting walls up with Frank Hawk. Like, yeah. Building birdhouse. Came home, and I was like, I ain't doing that. No. <laughs> After I already said I would. I Why? Just, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Why? I, I was just in business with, again with some, like, mm. I was in, I would be in business again with someone that doesn't believe the same with, with as me, but can't do it as good as Rocco. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, why are you doing this to me, God? Like, right. what are you doing? Like, can't I just skateboard? Is there anyone that wants this guy? No one wants me to skateboard. And how old are you at this point? 91. 91 years old. (laughs) 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 You know. You're so good. Oh, that was good. Um, It's easier than doing math. I don't know. 64 to 91. 64 to 91? Let me get my calculator. I think 29 already. Wait, you said 91? Yeah. Uh, so it's 70 and it's uh, six, It's 27. Skateboarders are... Fa- Rodney, where are you? This is where we need Rodney. I know. I know. <laughs> Sounds like 27. Um, okay, 27 you know to what? 29. I mean, that, this conversation with Rodney ruled. It's, it was yeah. just defining. And you know what? He's, we've had conversations later that he's like, doesn't. I don't think he thinks that way anymore. <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> just rad. Um, I'm 27. Wow. It's kind of crazy to think about that. What, young or old? It's young. Young. Oh, I thought you meant you're no, that dude. old and you're still skating. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I thought that, like, I'm, oh, man. <clears throat> I remember we were at 18. I was still on Veriflex. I was on Veriflex. Mm-hmm. Skating with Neil. I might have been younger than 18. It was when the gold cup, whatever. And we just looked at each other and we're like, man, that was fun, huh? It's over. It's a, we're old. It's over. Yeah. Well, because back then, too, it was, it was people were. And so when you say 27, I'm like, oh, gosh, I was way over. Like, what extended? Why are you going to try to start something new and pretend you're part of this thing? Especially when it's this new thing. I mean, I'd already. I love Mike V. Mike V is awesome. Like, I think I'm possibly think I actually the one that got him on Pal. Pretty sure. Oh. Neil pointed me him out to me one day where we're at a, um, Virginia Beach. And he had a destroyed board. I don't know if it was mine or not, but I just had mine in the trunk. I was like, here you go. New board. Came to the parking lot. He was doing the stuff in the parking lot at Virginia Beach. And I was like, Stacy, that's the kid I get the board to. And then he was on Pell. There you go. And uh, because I was that Stacy guy, it was like Mike came out to California and I was going to take him street skating and oh. show him spots. And Stacy was filming still, but I was being the middle of done. Mike V was like, can't skate with Lance. He's no good. I want to ride for Mike. I want to ride with Mark Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Totally. Wow. Totally. Which is true. I mean, I want like it's true. Like, what if? Yeah. Just think about it. It's want, totally true. I want to skate with Lance Mountain. <laughs> no, you got to. Re- no. It was a. Uh, I know what you're saying. I, I know, know what you're, you're saying, saying for sure. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, well, yeah, it's just, but it's hard for us to imagine that right well, now. Well, because he, he's explained it, he's yeah. explained it very well before. He's like, I, I wanted to ride for this. I thought this was a thing. I got there. It wasn't that anymore. It wasn't that. We went on a tour. I remember we went on a tour and he was 
bright-eyed and ready to go and like loved it and he was so bummed on us we're jaded we're old <laughs> we got to the train station they didn't pick us up and i probably was being lance like i don't want to go home it's lame and and he was so bummed like oh gosh i didn't you guys were not the guys i thought you were <laughs> i love mike <laughs> mike rules he was it was fresh he was ready to go and i was like i came here when i was 13 sure I've actually been, there, been here that. 15 times. Right. And it's and it wasn't to walk on my hands this. You know, it wasn't to walk on my hands. Sure. I'm jump ramping and trying to do street plants right now. Kind of cool, kind of fun. I'd rather be home. I still I wanted to be in the dog bowl with Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I didn't move and change and want to be, but it's like sometimes it's like it's just I don't know. Whatever. But we were turds. He was just straight out. Like, he's honest. He's like, yeah, you guys are like, you're not who I thought you were. You're lame. You're not, you're not into it. You're not cool. You know, you know, he was so excited to do it. And so <laughs> I got, I love how I got over there. No, I love it. I love it. But now we're going to bring you back Where over here. We? Where were we? We were uh, talking about the firm. Uh, the firm. You ordered boards. Yeah. You just oh, ordered boards. You made, you you, got, oh, yeah. And you told your wife that um, yeah. she's going to call people How did we to get sell over them. back there? I love it. It's so out of. I'm so lame. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go on a couple more tangents. The rule is fine. Please do. Somehow, Big Brother started. Yeah. First issue comes out. I see how crazy it already is. <laughs> My boards come in, not just the sample boards, production boards. I get a call. This is so weird. I don't even. I, this is one of the things I was like, I make this stuff up. But I have the paper. <laughs> okay. Jason Lee calls me. Jason Lee. He goes, we all want to leave blind. We want to ride for you. Wow. And I was like, oh, wow. This is exactly what we always wanted. <laughs> is he on your list? <laughs> I just, I was like, I, I know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to ask Jason Lee okay. if he remembers it, because it might not be true. There's a lot of things I think I know that turns out that no one else knows. Nobody else. <laughs> so I might have brain damage. But I wrote it down. I'm like, because Keith was going to write for it already. Keith. Keith Gruber. But I have this paper, and it's got, you know, Ray, the firm, Jason Lee, Guy Mariano, Rudy Johnson. <laughs> Looks good. I think Tim. <laughs> I forget the people he said. And I was like, are you sh I was like, I I said, are you, are you sure? Um, oh, here's, yeah, do you know what? If you're serious, come to my house tomorrow. Thought they were recording something for Big Brother. Oh, seriously? Oh. So I thought, I was like, oh, wow, that's what they're doing. Wait, who told already? you to come to your house there? I go, I was like, Jason, Jason, Jason Lee. Jason I was like, Lee. if you're serious, come to my house tomorrow. I just got boards. I just got some sample boards to try. Because I was like, that's the best way to deal with it. So I don't say stupid stuff I thought they were basically like calling just to put it all in the magazine that's what I instantly thought because the one magazine already came out I was like oh that's, that's what they're saying about Chrisin's girlfriend and that's what they're saying <laughs> whatever, they're, yeah. whatever they're doing I don't yeah. know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like yeah, they're, just, they're destroying everybody I was like since I didn't you didn't go with them maybe they're yeah they're just trying to get back and thought that having fun messing with you yeah, yeah messing with cool, you yeah. shows up the next day <laughs> by himself I'm like wow I was like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, do the other guys know? Like, I don't even remember that conversation. I was just don't, I don't know if it was just him thinking it or thinking it. I don't even know if he had a real conversation. I don't even know at this point. 
Is this before or after the blind video days? It's after. This is after the okay. Yeah, Gonzo's already gone. Jason left shortly after that anyways. He left the same. He left right then. He left anyways to do blue. Yeah, that's right. He left. Blue. He was leaving. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the rest of the team wasn't leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it was just him. But it rules because I have this board too. He got on the board, did one 360 flip and snapped it. <laughs> I have it. Wow. I saved the board because of it. And uh, we sat there and talked and I was like, I want to do it so bad, Jason, but I can't even do it. It's like, I'll be honest, you guys are raised, you were raised in this fantasy that it's, it's not this way. Like the things that you think are wrong there and the things that you think about Rocco is like, he's providing all this stuff. I'm not saying I like what he does, but sure. he's providing all this stuff and he's provided a false understanding like you can't walk into a you can't walk into the firm and take 100 boards right company's gone tomorrow yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but you had a business and same with world it's just it's it's that's like i couldn't even oh i hate to say it, i can't even do it because i couldn't even make you happy you guys would be gone and i'd be did he understand or did he yeah he started blue <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know i mean i don't know jason's side of it i just remember me in this turmoil and this all this weird goings on in my head like Crazy. what am i doing how am i doing it wow. i told this to burnett it's funny it's like <laughs> i ended up the garage i was skateboarder one day and i ended up in the garage packing boxes and shrink wrapping <laughs> wheels with a tear coming down my eyes <laughs> <laughs> and uh i bankrupted the company so quick really yeah i did everything wrong oh, wait I, that it was around for like 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. My wife and I did it out of the garage for nine, but I bankrupted in six months easy. Yeah. How, how did you, just not knowing the, the numbers? Not knowing the numbers or? Uh, I'm going to tell you this, this going is funny. It's like, uh, I tithed it out of business. You what? I tithed it out of business. <laughs> tithed? What does that mean? Tithing. Tithe. Me personally, like I think everything I have is the Lord's. Okay. Everything. My breath, everything. Gotcha. I've always thought that. I'd never even struggled with it. Or, so it's like, everything's his. So I've always given a 10, I've always given, since I was a kid, I've always given 10% of my money to, I, I think, to stewardship, to somewhere, to the church or to whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Tithing. It's called yeah. tithing. Oh. 10%. A lot of people have problems with it or anything, but the beauty of it is it's not between me and a church or organization. It's between me and the Lord mm -hmm. and he owns everything and... um. It's his anyways. Okay. But me being an idiot, which is, it's actually better that I was an idiot because I didn't understand that you tithe off your profits. I tithe off sales. Oh. So if I sold a hundred grand, I tied $10,000. That's not. But it cost me 70 grand to make. Sure. So you run out of money very quickly that way. Yeah. So I ran out of money within the six months. Did you actually file for bankruptcy? No, no, no. Never. No. No, no. No. I've always gotcha. paid my bills. That's one okay. thing I'm so proud of. Like I, through all the things I've did, I, I heard so many stories of companies not paying their bills and not paying their, this and not that, paying whatever. their ads and not doing this and then going back and fighting and, and still oh, getting right. ads. And I was like, I never owed any, I did it. That's I did great. it right. Yeah. And the rad thing is, is it was also another way to the Lord to prove to me that he's got me because he, he made that thing last without, he let me do that to show us, I'm, t I got you. I mean, 15 years. Yeah. Well, nine, because at nine. Oh, you, nine. Then you went over to. At nine, my wife was like, 
why don't you get a job at McDonald's? <laughs> just, this is, let, let's, end, let's end this. Let's just end she's this. Like, she's like, is there something, you have some sort of ego? Why don't you just get a job at McDonald's? It would be better. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, time to do something different. Okay. So, yeah. But you guys are scratching on a living for yourselves though, right? I mean, you're making yeah. some money. We're li- Yeah, we're p- paying the team. I was always this. I always did this until the end. I mean, even even when it went to the distribution, mm-hmm. and I had so many people that helped that I have to thank during the firm. The firm, those relationships were awesome. Great, people, great company, by the and way. The people, yeah. one of my oh, yeah. favorite companies. Oh, cool. The videos, the writers. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't even know anybody it. really cared. No, well, can't stop. Me? Can't stop is fucking. What about incredible movie? No, the firm or show. The video or, th- wasn't yeah. the video. Wasn't it called the firm? <laughs> There's one La Buena Vida. That was the first one, which is the good uh, Ray. Yeah, Keith, Joe. Oh, you're thinking the one with Weston. Oh, the one with yeah, yeah. Weston yeah. and, and James and Claw myself a little and... bit. So that one's more like a, just a day in the life almost video. Gotcha. And there's a couple little friends in there at the end. And then the second one's The Firm, The Firm, which yeah. is James Qua and Weston. I mean, can't stop with, but the, that yeah. video is well, my favorite. Oh, cool. Oh, my God. There's three. There's, a, I wore that tape out. There's three teams. There's, there was yeah, I went through three. three yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically three different teams. And they're all... Matt Beach. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, there was there was a fourth team that really never had a video, which was the really the Solomon Aga, Matt Beach, Frank Gerwer era, mm, right? Which the, no video came out at that for that little era. So there's kind of almost four groups. That, you guys always had the solid. They yeah, had a commercial in every foreign one with the same song. So dun dun dun. dun whatever. <laughs> what was behind those commercials? Like, how did you find out that like that song? I think Dave Meddy wrote that song. Dave Meddy was there with Solomon, with Solomon, and and I'm pretty sure that's if I can't even remember the song. But if we would have stayed with one song, Dave Meddy wrote it, a little Simon and Garfunkel type song, Mm -hmm. and I just I'm I wanted to stick with the same thing, so I just I'm pretty sure that's it. But that's Dave Meddy's music. I knew a 401 question would come up sooner or later. (laughs) No, going back to the um, running the firm and then. Because you said it, yeah, after so, nine years, you went to the distribution. Yeah, that was... Um, you didn't yeah. want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> no, it's just, everything has its season, you know, and it plays its thing. It's, it just runs through its courses. So even the first group of guys ran through its course. Yeah. And you got to do things or whatever. I, I still, like, I knew I couldn't do a company with three dudes. Sure. But what am I going to do? Right. So everyone's like, oh, I love your company because it was just you and your friend. Yeah, but... Okay. I love how you don't really want it to be good. Or whatever they come yeah, up with, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that kind of For stuff sure. or whatever. Um, it was awesome, man. You guys always traveled with like girl team back in the day. Yeah. Well, what happened, I think, it's pretty neat. Cause I, I think Rick Howard and I made a connection because when they left, they were like on this island. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of on this island of, they got attacked, I think, a little bit by... Yeah, with bitch skateboards and all that. Yeah, by oh, yeah. world and stuff. I mean, I think he probably hit this. Here's what happened. <laughs> I bet you Rick got exactly what I got. The day I started the firm, that I made it known, got the firm. I mean, so I was on independent for years. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, we're jumping around. But I was on independent for years and actually helped design a kind of on this one trip. I was with on this one trip and Fausto said a... Um, we're going to make a stage five truck 
if you have any ideas or whatever. And mm -hmm. so on this trip, I basically was making the whole time a clay model of a truck. Wow. Which was funny because Stevie and I were playing games because I showed Stevie's on indie, but McGill wasn't on indie, so I was trying to hide it from him. <laughs> but enough, enough got out that he was in the back, basically making his truck eventually. No too, way. Which it was all fun, and whatever. But so I was kind of involved in ruining the indie by making it a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, so at that point, Fausto gave me a raise, and I got a good pay from indie. Okay. And. When I started the firm, I got a phone call from Fausto. I was like, um, you're my competitor now, so we're cutting your pay. Seriously? Yeah. Whoa. Damn. So you learn these lessons. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's what I was trying to get at. Rick probably, wow. Feeling I had it, just yeah. done it. I don't know if I had done it for a year or half a year before. Not very much longer. Hmm. But somehow we made a connection, and I was always finding spots and doing stuff and trying to make a video. And somehow we connected and um and kind of started showing i would show weston a spot hey yeah. weston what do you think about this spot i don't like that spot <laughs> show guy that spot guy would get a clip there mm -hmm. that spot's great something like that maybe sure <laughs> um i don't know why so we started spending time and i started doing little things here and there with them mm -hmm. and um you did some of the early graphics too yeah i did i did actually one of the worst graphics ever made <laughs> what? which one i don't know if i'll bring that up <laughs> <laughs> it is the most embarrassing graphic ever it made. can't be that bad it man's is, come on it is worse than bad maybe in your eyes no no it's bad <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about it i did a couple of other ones that were you know neat okay for its time let's call them neat <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's different times in skateboarding, man. I like graphics, graphics, and then like there's times where it's just like you just want to you just want to do things with your. It's, it's 100 percent, yeah. It's interesting. There was a time that um we had gone on some trips together. It was awesome, and we almost went there. The distribution almost the distribu went there. Yeah, right? I bet. And why didn't it go there? To the outside world looking in, it looked yeah. like that that was a a good marriage. Yeah, it probably it should have happened, and it probably. Not could have happened, it would have happened. So then what happened? It wasn't the right thing to do. Okay. And I told Rick it wasn't the right thing to do. And I probably didn't explain it well. No. I don't know if I did or didn't. It was just, I knew it wasn't the right thing to do. But um, then you had... I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do it. Here's the thing. I don't want to own a company. I personally don't want to own, be in ownership with someone that isn't a Christian. Oh, Okay. Gotcha. I don't want to. More than that, I want someone. If Rick would have said, "Hey, would you ride for girl?" I would have done it. Oh, you would hundred oh. percent. I was waiting that whole time. When <laughs> <laughs> Stacy said, "Hey, what are you going to do?" I was waiting for someone to go. You have value. Can you ride for us? Right. Uh. Right. So uh, it feels very unfair. I feel guilty, even though I love the firm. I've always had a guilt that I wasn't able and i didn't do what stacy did yeah i was i was doing what we all do now is trying to find a way for me to skate that's which is not fair to your team yeah but that's a new world it's it's not not that it's not fair to your team that's what it is now <laughs> because yeah. the pe the other people the other way it's done it doesn't it can't provide enough for the team either <laughs> yeah um 
and so honestly it was like uh i kind of had i don't even know how to explain it it was like if i would have gone to girl mm -hmm. i would have wanted to be able to do stuff that i i would have had the means or hoped i had the means to do stuff i would really have wanted to do and put together a team that they wouldn't have wanted probably oh you um, think yeah well not now because at that time yeah but seeing people that they did put on later right some of them were actually the guys i mentioned uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's what i'm going to say but yeah. um <laughs> I will I will say this to the credit of the Lord. <laughs> when I when I was having these crazy prayers with him, mm -hmm. arguments, prayers, whatever, I was like, I want to have influence with the top guys. I want to skate. I want to be able to skateboard. That's what I really want. But if you have something else for me, if you want me to go get the job at McDonald's mm -hmm. or what do I do in life? But that's I would I want to skateboard and I want to have. I want to be with the best guys. There's a plenty of opportunities I could have gone and done outreach things. And, mm -hmm. every, you know, all, all those people are going, oh, you got to do a Christian thing and sure. come, come teach at the churches. And I, I don't have any desire. The Lord never put any of that desire in me. Right. He put the desire that I get to hang out with Jovante Turner or whoever they keep coming. There you go. Yeah. Even if I'm a moron or a weirdo or whatever to him, that's my desire. And I realized that even though I didn't understand it the whole way through, I realized that he did do that. That's yeah. what he did. Yeah. And if I would have chosen these other routes or mistaken these other routes, not that I did the straight route, but I, th none of that would have happened. Even if I would have been at girl. Huh. Because I feel for Rick and Mike. They were in the same position that I always was at. You're the owner. No one's going to ask you <laughs> right, to yeah. ride for. Like, it's I got, true. I got a Nike. I get to ride for Nike because I'm not the owner. Right. Kind of. Yeah. And that is provided. Is that, and, that, and I'm trying to say rude or anything. I love, I love those dudes. I feel that the Lord protected me from that situation. Mm -hmm. I would have been behind a desk, slowly moving down that route. I was always trying to stay away from. Right even though it would have been very cool for skateboarding and the riders for the firm to be there. Sure. Right? Yeah. It would have sure. been killer. Like I said, yeah. I, I thought it was a perfect marriage. It would have been killer. And but it was but a we were kind marriage. of we were already kind of there without any of the paperwork. Perks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I don't know what the perks were, but um, yeah. without the paperwork. Like you were already there. You were yeah, already side it, by side but kind of it, it's right. like all you want is that belonging and those friends and those relationships and those yeah. things. And uh, Richie, uh, Richie, I'm still real good friends with Richie. And it's just like we talk about a lot. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Just the relationships we get to have is the funnest part, man. It's, it's incredible. Like, yeah. I'm sitting and, here with Lance Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like you know I mean? you're locked in when you don't get the float. It's true. It's true. You get locked in, and I, I, I get. I, I, I'm, that's one thing where it's. I've done a lot of things with a lot of people because I want to have those experiences, and it's like, um, you know how it is when you get into one. You get into one little group, and we all think this way, and um, 
everyone becomes the enemy and everyone skates nasty or holds their arm. Holds their arm like it's broken. Skateboarding has been so awesome for that reason that I've got to float in and out of the relationships, even though, and ultimately I think that's kind of why the firm, I, I did stop it. Yeah. Because when I went to the distribution, I kind of already knew that was the exit plan. Exit plan as in you may can sell the company to them or no, you could no, just... It, no, that's... See, if... Ugh. I'm glad I did everything the way I did, but if I would do it now, I would do it so selfishly and so differently. Really? Yeah, I, I do... Why do you do a skateboard company? To make money. Make a plan so you can sell it. So you can do, I had yeah, no yeah. intention. I had, a, no. I had an opportunity to sell the firm. Oh, you did? Yeah, but I, don't, I didn't want to. Right. I just wanted to kill it. <laughs> How much were they offering? Not enough. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's never enough to consider it. Because it's just like, right. why do I want to see the firm at Kohl's? Exactly. Right. Like, uh, why? Yeah. For a year's pay or something. Like, yeah. I'll just go work again. But so the exit um, strategy Well, was... I know. I mean, whatever. Like, obviously, it wasn't me and my wife doing it. I, I made a licensing agreement to sell it through a distribution. Yeah. So there was... A kind of change. Um, as soon as we did that, Baker came too. Okay. And there was, it, it was in the camp of, there was, I don't think four or five brands can sell well out of one thing. Okay. And the established things was already there. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately all I really wanted to do is I wanted to try to accomplish one more video more the way I Felt I, I hope I could. Gotcha. And uh, at that point, I had Humphreys and Clairvel and Kurt, and I had some pieces where we could have a family to try to try to make that happen. Right. Rather than just me filming the garage floor and trying to make up some <laughs> <laughs> make up some intros <laughs> where people are like that was. How did you make that? That seemed on the budget you had. Yeah, I filmed it on the garage floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was cool. It's like, you know, um, it was like one more thing I, you know, wanted to piece together. Um, I, I think partly too, it was like I, I do things at wrong time, wrong place. I had a couple conversations with people like, you're doing things wrong. You can't do it this way. Skateboarding is all about image and team. And it's this one thing. And you're like, yeah, I'm exactly what I want. I want to. I want to sponsor super eclectic group of dudes. Yeah. Um, if I had the opportunity, I would do way more eclectic. Um, and that was not what was super working at the time. Yeah. Then you're like, I have that battle of like, I, I was going to bring this too. I thought it was funny. Um, some of the sponsor me tapes that I didn't sponsor. <laughs> uh -oh. I bet there were some good ones. Heath Kirchhardt. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. No way. And that was a hard one too. Why? Why, Why didn't... Wh Why didn't I? Yeah. Because I couldn't take care of him. Oh. Ray was in Tustin and it would be like me doing what Stacy wanted me to do, which is like, hey, can you take care of Heath? Right. I don't have, I don't have the abilities to. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, looking back on it, it was great because I would have been whatever he, 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 
one of the raddest writers in my opinion. Oh yeah. But I would have just been one of the guys he wrote for. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's no fun. I, you know. Was that when Heath was leaving Foundation to go back to Birdhouse? No. Or? No, no. It was he I didn't take the tape and he's hit that same tape he gave me became the footage that went to Birdhouse. Okay. Wow. Well, truthfully, he might have sent it to everybody. Yeah. I'm probably maybe. the last guy. But he, mm-hmm. I think he did what everyone does, like, firm stickers on? Like, I'm into you? No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm messing around. I'm messing around. I have booze in this tape, too. No way. Uh, yeah. Wow. He probably tried to send it to someone else, not me. I'm almost <laughs> sure of it. Got the wrong P.O. Um, box, man. Sorry. I'm investing in these kids. And, like, I spent more time investing in, in, their, in their real lives. And it's like, it's one of the reasons <clears throat> I let Billy off the team. Billy Marks Billy was on the Marks. team. For oh, him. yeah, but, okay. If you talk to him about it, he's like, yeah, Lance was just out of his mind. I don't know. What, I, he couldn't <laughs> even explain to me. What he, <laughs> um, he wasn't the right guy for our team. Huh. He was the right guy for Toy Machine. Sure. It worked. And I knew that. It was, it was, it was wrong. It wasn't happening. It was, we were trying to film a video. I was trying to keep all these pieces together. I took Rodrigo to go see him. Rodrigo wanted him on. Oh, I put wow. Rodrigo and him to Tampa, and they... We almost killed each other. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah. I'm not putting a team that everyone dresses the same, eats the same, looks the same. Like, I'm trying to put these crazies together yeah. because that's the best. But if they refuse to connect, then I got I to gotta be on every trip to pick up all the mess. It's like, I can't, I'm not, Diffuse I can't even the do situations. It. Yeah. I'm almost, like, it was unfair to them. Right. It was unfair to my son. I had 15 kids. When I should have had one. There, there you go. Um, I still feel guilty about all of it. Yeah, you had a big, you had a big team big back team. then. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a thing was. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yanni was on the team too. That's okay. right. Yanni, Billy, and and TX on a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trains going. Yeah. Everyone's got to pile out and grab each other's bags, and it's like that's not my bag. There it goes. There it goes. And it's just like... Should have done a reality show. Um, great. Seriously. Just having Yanni on his <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, a skater takes it hard, but I did, oh, him, yeah. a, I did him a huge favor. <laughs> <laughs> did him a huge favor. No, I mean, he had, he had yeah. where he belongs. In hindsight, you know I, mean? like like I, I knew that, and I could feel that. And it was like, this is not... Put Mikey Chin on there, too? Yeah. <laughs> Mikey was an amazing skateboarder. Hell, yeah. Amazing skateboarder. Yeah, try to get something filmed with him. Try to get something filmed with... Billy, but Billy only wanted to skate four in the morning, and I had, <laughs> had no one to go skate with one guy four in the morning. It, it, it was cool because he was more of a, he saw skateboarding the way he did it. You know, I'm yeah. just going to go film at four in the morning, get one trick, and that's what I do. Right. And I'm like, okay, that can, I, I, I'm okay with that, even though I want this. And it's like, maybe I can convince him to do a little more. Like, I don't even know what I'm thinking. And, and like uh, demo at the Corona Park? We're trying to make a video, and I can't get footage of you. Back to Mikey Chin. And we made all these attempts to get footage with Mikey Chin. And I finally broke down and took him to a backyard where I'm not supposed to take him. And it didn't show up. And I'm pressing my luck. And so we put lights on and I get kicked out and got a gun pulled on me. And all my, all my pool dudes are like, ban me for life. You can't oh, ever wow. you're, you killed the pool. And I'm like, I'm jeopardizing all this stuff for trying to make something happen right, for people. Right. And I... <clears throat> I learned this lesson. It was like, you have to choose people who want to be pros. Yeah, it's hard to make them do it. You know, they have to want to do it. That's what you want to do. And it's like, I love Matt Beach. Matt Beach rules. He never wanted to be a pro. No? Really? No. 
He was incredible. He was a pro. A, yeah. Yeah. 100%. He, he was a pro, but he didn't. He was a pro because he was so naturally good, not because he wanted to be a pro. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we went to Spain once, and it was Ray Barbie, me, and him. And it's like, do you know what? This is why I'm guilty. It's like, you're basic, you're putting the weight of all this company on Matt Beach because Ray's hurt. Got a hurt ankle. Had mm. a hurt ankle for a year. I'm in my 90s, like you said. <laughs> 90, <laughs> 91 to be exact. And we're going to the death of Spain. At a time where if you go and you do what Mike V knows in his head, you got 15 minutes with these people and you make an impression, they'll, they're yours for life. Mm-hmm. I'm going, and I'm saying, I, you got this opportunity. This was an awesome opportunity. Everyone you skate in front is going to be your, you're going to do for life. You can't, you can't say that. You can't want that. You can say it and that, but you got to, they got to intuitively want that right. themselves. Right. Um, Matt was just great. How did you find uh, Javier Sarmiento? I knew Javi, but him and Rodrigo were filming and skating together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Javi's another one, man. <laughs> Javi is so good. And I almost didn't put him on. Really? He's like the best yeah, he skateboarder. Just skate, though. He just like... He That's just, what I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's I'm, like I'm like slowly going exactly where I know I shouldn't be going because my heart wants to go there. Right. Who cares? Who cares? Matt, Javi, these dudes rule. Who cares that this is how it works? Right. It's just getting heavier and heavier. And I was like, I ended up making, I got on Adidas. Like, I took oh, yeah. all that money and I'd be putting it into them. Putting oh. it into them. I still see, I still see more board sales from me. And it's crazy. crazy. Wow. So you put it in the distribution. You thought that was your exit plan. No, it was, it was, kind, it was, of, a, it was kind of like, oh yeah, this is, Maybe you just like you could get I, back I, to skateboarding. What was an excellent plan? Like, hey, I'm out of here. Right, um, but maybe it was like, hey, I can I can go, go skate, skate more. Yeah. I can go skate. But I didn't. I actually worked a lot more. Oh, you did. Kind of. Well, no. It, the opportunities were better. Well, now you're brand manager, pretty much. Well, I was doing all that too. Yeah. I, I, you know what? It. I was doing more. I, I was doing less. I was doing less, but I had more opportunity. Had more, mm-hmm. Right. But then Humphreys was coming and taking. Dude, Humphreys put so much money into that video. He did it all too, you know? And all he really wanted was like, hey, can you make sure that it says I directed it? Right. Produced it or whatever. Crazy. Great. Um, and so we all collectively did this thing together. Everyone put their work in. I mean, going back to Matt or whatever, like the amount of work it took for Humphreys and Kurt to get him to do that is huge. But... He did the work. He yeah, did the skating. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> that skating was he amazing. He did the skating. Yeah. But it tired them out too. Um, and I'll, be, I'll argue, he would do that again if he had those guys. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's kind of like, sometimes you have to figure it out yourself and want it yourself. It's true. Completely. It's true. Mm-hmm. Because when it kicks you down, because it will kick you down, yeah. it will just say, hey, do you know what? We decided we're not interested in you today. Either you're going to go figure it out and make them want you again. Because I've, I've already had that happen to me like okay, four or five right. times. Eh, we can't. We can't there's, there's no value in you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so mad to see like brands that I know said there's no value in people trying to put their stuff out again. Same. Yeah. Tony Hawk 
put his own board out because people would say there's no value in him. He owned the company. He paid for it. And his partner said, hey, do you know what? We got to stop making your board. How crazy is that? <laughs> but Tony said, yeah, fine. I'll do the 900. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. I'll just rely on what I got. My skateboarding. There you go. My progression. Right. And then it comes around again. And um, skateboarding is great. Skateboarders are great. Um, the firm was cool because of that. Um, especially the relationships and all the things that happened. And Uyghur was... Oh, yeah. Uyghur. I love them, man. Um, I thank them a ton because... I feel they're one more piece of letting me do what I want to do. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I um, gave back as much as they gave me. Hmm. But that's, the brand thing's weird. It, it, being a skater and an owner two different is things. a totally different understanding yeah. than being an owner or even a skater. Being on both sides there is like, know. there's only a few people that really know it. Um, and um, I always thought that your brand should be dudes that are better than you. There you go. Yeah, sure. Not just yeah. guys to promote you. Of course. I probably should have been the team manager rather than the owner. <laughs> <laughs> I should have taken Stacy's and George and Rocco's and, <laughs> and everybody's all their positions. Right. But I couldn't do that. Hey, you did it the way that you thought you should do yeah. it. I you know, know that that's the end of the day. It was fun. You know. But you... They all run the course, so it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't trip on it. It was... It was Listen, 15 it, years is nothing to... Yeah. When it was... um, When it was time, was time. What was a deciding day? Were you just like, listen, I'm done. It was slow. This is... No, it was, oh, it was it a was, slow... It was slow. It was already... Okay. See, so... <laughs> Jeremy Fox came to me and asked me to do Fury, the truck oh. company. Mm -hmm. And was like... Um, I think even at that time was like, you should stop doing the firm. Just oh, do this. Oh, I'm wow. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't, I didn't want to do that, but I can say it now. It doesn't matter. The money was so good. I had to sacrifice being in the indie book, <laughs> which hurts for those four years for that money. Wow. Which kind of stinks because the indie book came out at that point. So I wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was off India at that point um, and I had that conversation with Fausto and stuff I was like what do I do I don't even I don't even, I don't even know why I asked him I like I, I just can't even say no like I gotta do this right so that's where that relationship started um, and we had conversations slowly but surely. But he, he was oh, the Jeremy Fox relationship. Yeah, yeah. Truthfully, he was the guy that came to me and said, Why are you doing this thing? You should be skating. Yeah. You should always have been skating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, No one said that or offered me the check to do that. Sure. But it's kind of what you wanted the whole time, too. It's to be skating. I just want to be a skateboarder. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad that it went the way it was, but that's what you wanted it to do. Yeah. And I, like I said, I would have done it differently. I would have made the brand all about me so it would financially work and not invest into kids. And I knew that starting into it, and I know it now, but I, I still wouldn't change it for what... You can't... For yeah, what we did. Right. Yeah. Um, but it would have been very easy to be, just make something for, for income to me come. Sure. But I want to be part of a family. I don't want to be by myself. 
Yeah, nobody wants to be. So yeah, he 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 was the one that basically came and was like, "Why are you doing that? Why aren't you? Why are you doing the company? Why don't you be a writer? Or why you should be writing? You shouldn't be on the desk. You should be out there." And he basically offered me to write for Flip. It's crazy. And I was like, "I got a company. I got a team. I got to take care of. I got to figure out what to do." It wasn't Flip a part of that too. Well, we went on trips and everything, and yeah. it slowly kind of became like. Are we going to amalgamate this thing? Are we not? Who are we going to take? Are we not? And I, it was a hard one. <laughs> it was a hard one the way it went, but it was like. He's like, if I can get Lance, I can get Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. See, here's the thing, which is interesting is we had to de- deal with too. I think it happened even with my wife. We had to deal with Rodrigo uh, writing for chocolate in the magazine about three times over the time that we sponsored him because people at the magazine like to print this knowledge that Rodrigo is going to ride for chocolate or uh, ride for chocolate when uh, he didn't. In like the news section? Yeah, and just <laughs> the gossip, nonsensical, like, just... It's part of skateboarding I don't really dig is the mm-hmm. the, the latch-ons. There's so many latch-ons. There's like, yeah. there's guys that are doing it and there's just latch-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Want to say stuff or do stuff or know stuff. Truth is, Rodrigo never talked to Rick, ever. It was through Chico, it was through here, it was through... You probably know more about buddies, it. Right. You know more yeah. about it than I do. I had heard that people were talking and to And Rodrigo him, would come to me like, and say, hey, and yeah. I'm like... And I would always have these conversations. Go skate with him. Yeah. Go have that conversation. And I got the... Ins- I don't think he ever had it. I don't, I have, I don't know, actually. I, just, I love Rodrigo, and I'm. I, you know what? It's like... I look at and I see Rodrigo still making money, and I'm like very happy and yeah. proud. Dude, that's all still, I want. He's still killing that's it so hard, dude. and he gets to do it exactly the way he wants to do it, which yeah. is ultimately I was trying to want him to do it the way I did it, yeah. which doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like no one does it that way anymore. Like I used to try to get him to go skate with Costin all the time. And he was like, loved Costin, but he wouldn't skate with Costin. I mean, you probably know more. And I, I don't know how long you worked with S and stuff, but he was like, yeah. he I mean, I just, I used to travel with him from LRG trips and stuff. Oh, like LRG that. then. But uh, I think that. That's later. That's later. Yeah. I think uh, he might have talked to him after um, the firm was done. What's that? Uh, he might have talked to Chocolate maybe after no, no, it no, was no. done. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. No, no. So I actually mm. made it happen. Oh, <laughs> like one time. I talked to Rick. Oh, okay. And Rick was like, you know, the offer is basically out there, but he's never taken it kind of thing or whatever and i'm like i basically negotiated talking to him but at the same time too i think rick and them they were on the same they weren't thing of, to they're not going to try to take yeah, people yeah. i think you know and so it was this weird thing and so i was like uh I, I can't remember but i was like already knowing i'm working my way out or whatever like i'm trying to figure it out yeah because i don't necessarily want to do another video and i don't necessarily i was like i gotta put another team together I got to bring in three new dudes, four new dudes. These guys are going to hate it. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to get Louis Kern and Patrick Ryan. Oh, wow. And I'm like, Rodrigo's going to quit. <laughs> it's, like, like, it's like, how do you do this? How do you keep the, this is what you have to do. You have to keep moving this thing along. And it's a lot of work. And man. I was thinking, that's what of... I got to do. I got to bring these three kids in. That's what I want to do. And then Rodrigo at the same time, I was like, I was so almost at the point, like, why don't you just go ride for him instead of, like, putting us through a financial burden that 
you're making people think that and we can't even sell your board. Mm. Oh. Right. You know, it's like, why don't you just go do it? And then he, he finally was like, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. And then Flip was like, why don't you write for Flip? And I was like, why did you ask him if, what, why did you ask him to write for Flip when I'm here? And they were like, oh, no, we didn't really, you know, and I was like, he's like, why don't you guys all come here? Like, not all come, but why don't you, Rodrigo and Bob? Ah. And I was like, and then I talked to Rodrigo and he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I just let's do the firm. I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> like, but I got to figure Ray out. Oh. I got to figure Uyghur out. I got to figure Javi out. It's a tough one. Ray, we figured out. Javi took a little bit, right? He, Javi, I did not figure out. And I just said, I'm, I can't do, I can't sort this out. He's on Skate Mafia. He went to Skate Mafia yeah. after that. But, but he was Javi too. Yeah. I, I treated him like cab. Like he, he can go be a professional snowboarder. He's like, he can play <laughs> guitar. He, he was, he's Javi. He's fine with skating, how he skates, where he skates, when he skates, if he gets paid or doesn't get paid. Yeah, he's like, still he's chilling. Just going to do him. He's and, Javi. He's yeah. just sick he's incredible <laughs> yeah <laughs> great dude. so i was great like guy. i almost didn't feel that i could figure that out um i think he thought he could stay with rodrigo and i think they thought them two together was not a good match <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know and then Uyghur Uyghur was close enough for me to just be normal and just go I, i'm sorry i can't i'm i'm below it i can't figure it out right and i hope you're okay with that um, yeah, enjoy People have asked me, was it hard? Was it hard? I was like, no, it was hard the whole time. And that was easy when I was like, I knew it was like... Letting go. Yeah. But here you are now, you know, it's like the firm is done. It's almost like you have this breath of fresh air, this newfound freedom now that you skate for flip. You don't have that responsibility. Yeah, you know, it was cool. I mean... And Nike and all this stuff. Yeah, know? Nike didn't come for a while. It was on Adidas. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. During that time. That's right. During the end. And I was actually taking a lot of that money and investing it into the, the, the video or the whatever. The firm. So a lot yeah. of the money I had earned kind of didn't get to be put away from me. Wow. Which is um, <clears throat> kind of one of the other reasons, like, what am I doing for my future? What am I doing? You know? Um, and then my son got married. <laughs> Jeez. And I was like, wait a minute, I didn't even get to finish parenting. Um, what am I doing? And so the fr the flip, yeah. he offered that he'd be a rider. It was huge. Yeah, I bet. I went on bike rides. I ate with my wife. I slept. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a chance to give it uh, one more skating shot. Like, give it another shot. Yeah. Like, not skating. I always skated. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I skated a lot, I think. But I got one more, like, give it everything you got for a video part. I like videos. Yeah. Vid I love yeah. videos. I love <laughs> photos and videos. To me, I love that. I yeah. love contests and everything and the live. But I love the creating um, a feeling. Yeah. The things that the guys did for me, I want. That's what I get a feeling from. Oh yeah. Even if it works or doesn't work. <laughs> no, I mean I just the, like trying. The music, the it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's know? um it's memorable. Yeah, people are always going to remember if you get first. Sure. They never remember if you get second, yeah. even though I think second is just as good. <laughs> if not better. I thought fifth was just as good. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I got top 5, that's all I needed to do. Like <laughs> that was dude, top 5 in the world like who cares. I'd take it. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Yeah. 
that's the way I thought of contests. Unfortunately, do that and leave an impression. Oh yeah, no, that's what that's what yeah. I was saying. That's jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, master of none of it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was like, wow, dude, I'm gonna, I get to do a video. Flip's gonna get me to do a video. I was scared to death. Like, <laughs> Is that extremely sorry? Yeah, yeah. I was scared to be in a video. Were you? Oh yeah, but I wanted to so badly. I wanted to try to give it everything I had. How much time did they give you? Well, they said it was going to be six months. Okay. Wow, that's quick. Yeah, I had just got on, and they're like, we'll build you a pool. Off to a good start? And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, got, I, can, I think I got maybe four or five tricks filmed, and I had this n- Nike project with the... Because I, di- I did get on Nike. I got on Nike at that point. So okay. I was out as shoe sponsor for about two years. Oh, and nothing was happening. And um, I actually called Kevin. Hey, would you ever consider putting me on Nike? <laughs> really? You, gave, you made the call? Yeah. Wow. I was going to get back on Vans. And it was like, I just didn't. It was like, I didn't. There was nothing. That position was already taken by Cab. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't come in and get to take that position. You can take, it's just like. Whatever. I already learned, yeah. like, whatever I already learned by being on Adidas, like, uh, a position that th- other people think doesn't even exist could be really good. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Having shoes on Adidas that no one even knew I had a shoe actually paid really good. There you go. <laughs> um, Perfect. You have to talk to Kevin or those, or, or Hunter, but um, I think they were into it. Actually, I know they were into it, but they're, you know, Sandy was the call. Sandy Bordecker? Yeah. Did you know Sandy? No. No. But I th- kind of got that was kind of the battle that they, my battle is the right word. Struggle. The um, conversation that they had to have okay. with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it can make sense because of this. Sure. Because he wrote him in the 80s. I have no idea what they said. <laughs> <laughs> but they came back and said, yeah, we can do it. Wow. Wow. And sweet. then after about a month or two or whatever, when I met Sandy and really talked to him about it, I got the impression that he was like, I really get it from the response. Oh, really? That, that has been come back to me. It's amazing. Ultimately, it's like people that provide ways for you to do what you love to do is huge. Absolutely. And that's all people are looking for. And not a lot of people get them out of the people that yeah. want try to get it. Yeah. So it's very um, super blessing. Of course. But man. I, then I was like, okay, I... I um, so I filmed four, I think four or five tricks. I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. And I got to, so I'm get to do a project with Nike, which is, turns out to be the orange shoe with Craig, mm-hmm. which I used because I always wanted to use that graphic that w- was on the board that I used, wrote in Bones Brigade video mm-hmm. show that never really became a board, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh. So I was filming this little video part thing with that, which was cool. My son's music was in it. Oh, cool. And then it was supposed to be a couple of clips in this pool. And so it was getting late and we had filmed everything else and we were rushing to get the skate footage. Mm-hmm. And I broke my arm. Which part of your arm? Snap this one. Right above the elbow. I was already started filming on the flip video. I was really focused there. I was just going to, there wasn't really going to be any skating and it was going to, but I wanted to have two or three really good tricks because it was the same thing. I wanted to have something good on yeah, the video. This is the I wanted to get two or three tricks. Light was getting short. I rushed. Mm. Um, I was just being Lance like I always do. What'd um, you do? How'd you hurt it? I 
did a backside disaster. And I was trying to do other things, and it was like, rush, can we get a photo too? And it's like, okay, I'll just, let me just do this one, and I'll do that. And, and I had done it there a billion times, but mm-hmm. I, I do them wrong a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone has a way of doing certain tricks, and if you don't do it the way you do it, things can go wrong. Yeah. 100%. So I do backside disasters like that. And I did the full on. Oh, you came to. Oh. I, I did that. Oh, I got up. way too high and just landed on the back truck. What did you fall down to the flat bottom? I or just something? hung and I fell all the way. Like oh I fell God. all the way this way with my arm behind me. Oh, you know, oh geez. And I got up. I was like, I was so I was, I was pissed. Yeah, of course. I got up and I went. I got. I'm doing it. And I did it again. You went back. What? And so the way I broke it too, as I broke it, and then the second time I broke it off. Oh, my. what do you mean the second time? The same fall both I, times. I I hung up and slammed. Boom! And I it was killing me. And I I'm like I'm doing it. And I went up and I did it again and hung up. You again. did the same thing again. To, to, oh my oh, god! Geez. You snapped it in half. It broke off. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it, it broke. I guess. Oh my god! But the break was like this. The break goes like this and like this. So, so it's, it's like a diagonal. Two breaks and there's a pie piece missing. Oh, geez. Dude. Um, so you um, didn't try it a third time? No, I was. No. I was really faint. <laughs> I was super faint. And yeah, so that was that. Went um, to the hospital. Turned out I got a good flip ad out of it. There you go. Oh, nice. There you go. Used out of the video of me falling and it says, Breaking records, crossed out, breaking bone. I don't know breaking what it said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it said. But still, that's it. And that sucks. Th- what, three to six months so injury I had to get a, or I had to get a rod. Got a rod in your arm. I got a rod. Well, you only had six months to film for the yep. Extremely Sorry mm-hmm. video. Yep. And it took nine months to heal. Oh. It wouldn't heal. It wouldn't grow. It wouldn't grow. It wouldn't grow. They almost took the rod out and uh, wanted to start over. And I was like, give me another month. Like, is there any growth? And they gave me a month and they said, there's a little bit of growth. And I was like, cool. I just started skating again. Started filming. In a, oh, in wow. a cast, in a sling. No, because they put the rod in, you don't have a sling. Oh, when they put the rod in, yeah, you don't just, have. Yeah, they just like don't. So they're looking twist for growth. It, don't do whatever. For yeah. the rod to take. The, the bones have to connect yeah. for it to grow. Okay. So the, the rod's in there holding it, but you can twist it or snap it unless it grows around it. Yeah. And okay. because it was a pie piece, it. The two healthy pieces weren't touching. They were touching they dead pieces. They needed to mend together. So it just started right here and slowly went around. So there was a little bit of growth. And um, the the film had already got pushed back just because of everyone else. You know, like... So, As they usually do. Yeah, yeah. So this it was still not even really healed. It wasn't... I started just doing all the stuff that wasn't grabbing or anything. No, no. Right. And then one day I just wallop slam and I'm like... Oh, no. Oh, okay, I can take it. Oh, damn. Oh. just... Yeah. That shoe you have behind you right there, is that like a shoe you did with uh, Nike and Stussy? Yeah, so it was a Nike Stussy shue and um, whatever, there's a lot of conversations how it goes. The shoe actually comes plain mm. with some stencils and you can stencil it yourself or do nothing. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't come like that? No. It, oh. com- it comes like a plain, just a plain. Does it come with tape and everything so you could tape nope. up it? You got to figure it out. You got to figure it out what? yourself. It's or like... don't do it. Um, so it actually came from a pair of pants that I rode in. I wore in a, it was, I made them, I actually wore them in Future Primitive. Oh. And uh, when we all jump out of Lucero's van and Grosso is actually wearing another pair of pants that are snakeskin, I think. Okay. That are mine. <laughs> well, um, Grosso and snakeskin. But I had made these pants. Stuff. Yeah. Because we loved this band, 999, and they wore leopards. Whatever, it was punk rock stuff. 
And so I made these pants years ago. Actually, my son had a photo in Thrasher wearing them like 30 years later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had saved them or whatever. So it was based off of that. Okay. About just whatever. But um, I made 50 pairs. Oh. I stenciled that went out to Stussy stores or gotcha. something. Gotcha. I mean, 50 shoes of spray paint, it's got to be a lot of, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Well, I just thought I was going to do 150 or so. Wow. But um, I thought I was going to stencil all this just massive material. piece of material. That yeah. send them. Oh. And then it actually turns out better because then you don't have to have weird spray painted shoes. Sure. It's just a thing. But mm-hmm. um, I can sit here and talk six more hours. But it's the new year. We got a thousand twenty. Yeah. This episode's just gonna live stream throughout yeah. the whole year. Yeah. We're just gonna sit here. We're gonna have food delivered. Yeah. We'll go uh, take turns napping. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, thanks It'll so great. much, man. It was um it's mm. awesome. Like I said, I could sit here for another six hours, eight hours, <laughs> ten hours. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. It's over. Yeah. You gotta go, Lance. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, no, can we give you some Nine Club if you do a shirt or I'd something or, yeah, a mug? You drink coffee? I tea. Drink tea. What kind of tea? Earl Grey? Oh, it was all English, English breakfast. breakfast, but I've resorted PG tips? to, no, I've completely resorted to green tea now. I'm not even in British anymore. Green tea? Because caffeine keeps me up. So I stopped bringing, and what? I don't want to drink as much milk and sugar anymore, so I've gone to green tea. I used to do PG tips, milk, sugar. <laughs> It's okay to drink green my tea. My license, my British license has been revoked. Well, I'm sure there's some Brits that drink green tea. Thanks so much for uh, bringing me on, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Please get, here. we grab him a, a mug and, oh, yeah. and a couple, what, couple things. What size kind of t-shirt? Triple extra large. Triple XL? I'm kind of a big dude. Yeah. No, um, XL Get him probably. a quadruple XL? so he could probably XL. grow into it. Or an L. I don't know. Working out, you know. Um, oh. Green tea. What kind of green tea? What, what is this? What is the brand? You what do you do? You know what? I don't even buy it. <laughs> I don't buy well, it. I don't you just grab the tea bag out. And She's the one that came up with that theory. Like, it is good for less you. caffeine and better for you. And I, uh, I, it was just more about milk. Some people put a little bit of milk in the green tea too. It's good too. Yeah. We didn't talk about a uh, band. This oh, please gosh, talk about it. So many. There's so many, it's <laughs> insanity. Ban this. Ban this. No, it's just the um, the part where you Owen. Neil. Oh, gosh. Awesome. It was like one of the best segments ever. When done. what? Yeah. Say, when? when they're skating inside the house. Oh, inside the house. Oh, and Neil and yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. That's all Stacy wanting. Uh, inspired Bam to like build a. Sure. Yeah. Skate park inside of his house. Just Neil. That's We didn't get into Neil. It was like. I mean, you guys know Gons, but before Gons, it was Neil. Their, their yeah. brains are. That's their brains. They see the world differently, and they. Neil Blender is amazing. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of like. So we're all these kids in these different parks, and he kind of was at Big O, which was a kind of a punk rock park. Okay. And I think he kind of, didn't really fit or want to fit there. And then Whittier was kind of like we were more like the um, we were kind of like the fans of skateboarding and nerds. Okay. Um, but we were all kind of just weird and we all like clicked together as kind of weird where you know dogtown was like we're ogs we invented the thing badlands was like we're bigger and badder than you san diego is more like we're technically the best um, <laughs> and uh big o was kind of punk and like whittier was like yeah we run the thing okay and we know it 
and we're arrogant and lame and cocky and weird. But uh, but we don't say that. But we now we can say it. <laughs> right now you we can. were just weird. You're like oh, you guys are all weirdos and yeah. stuff. But um, and but lead, Neil was like the lead of it, man. He just saw the world differently. Yeah, and uh, he did so many interesting rad things that became the standard of skateboarding. Right. Um, you'd draw pictures of something and years later it would become something. And yeah. Like the, um, everybody does the, the, in the contest where he stops and spray paints on the yeah. wall, yeah. that, that drawing, everybody yeah. loves that. So you know what the fakey everybody is? Fakey everybody. You know that trick? No. You know the fakey good buddy? Have you heard of... I've heard of the good buddy. You've heard of good, good buddy? Yeah. Trick called the good buddy? This is no. vertical stuff. You've heard of good buddy. Yeah. So good buddy is where you go up backwards... It's, it's, I can't even explain it. It's, it's like trying to, ex it's not even worth explaining to street, street minds because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a, faking. it's a fakey hand plant and it can't really be done good, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Okay. It really can't. But Neil used to make films and super eights and stuff and he'd play films and then he'd play them backwards. And so he played inverts and he thought like, he was, he was just, he would look at this stuff and he would try to like think things can be done. So he wanted to go up backwards into an invert. Mm. Like, so he'd play an invert and coming down. He's like, oh, I, I can come up and go up into an invert. Ah. Instead of, you know, invert. Right. Mm -hmm. Invert. He was playing it back. Oh, I, I can push up and go up. And he was doing stalled inverts. And so he tried it and he found out that you can't get up there. No. <laughs> but this is at a time when nobody, there's like, no, there's like three tricks to do when you're going backwards, right? So he was trying this to learn this before a contest. Okay. I'm probably making all this up, but Neil won't see it, so it's cool. <laughs> he watches the show all the time. Oh, so, <laughs> you know, come on the show. You got to come on the show. They want you on the show. Absolutely. It's going to be the best show ever, and you can just talk about how none of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, he, want, he was trying to get up. It was total Neil, and we knew what he, we're in the inner circle of kind of knowing. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Because we're arrogant. We, he was trying to push up into a full invert. And he tried it a bunch one night and everything. He probably wanted to do it for this contest. Okay. He, he realized, I'm never going to do it. I can't do it right. Whatever. Turns out the next contest, half the contestants are doing rock fakies and then going, bank, bank. Little ones. Yeah. Everyone had learned his trick. The next day. Yeah. But the next not, contest. This is not his trick. Bank. That's <laughs> his trick was going up. He was doing it. Mm. Right. And he was going, ah, oh, can't be done. Ah, oh, can't be done. Mm. Everyone was like, we're doing Neil's trick. Ah, we, we, yeah. And so he's like, oh, great. The fakey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fakey everybody or the everybody or the good buddy is a version of it is, gotcha. is a trick that people do proudly today, but don't know it actually means that you're doing something wrong and it can't be done right and you're all doing it. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is incredible. That's pretty funny. That's, and that's great. There's millions of stories like that from Neil. What are the chances Neil will come on the show? Huh? What are the chances? Let me call him. Nine. Are you going to really call him right now? What are the chances he's going to answer my phone call? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. One to ten. One being the least. Ten. Where, where does Neil fall in that? I don't know. I think if. 
I almost tried to bring Lucero with me. Oh, really? As a cop out. Hey, let's just do John and I together. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, we'll get to John eventually. If, if you got Neil in some sort of safe thing for about four minutes, he might do it. Four, four <laughs> minutes. That'll be our shortest episode ever. I don't know. I can't speak for Neil. I know. He, he's a... But you know him the best, though. We'd rather just have a clip of him just sitting in the chair. Yeah, just... I don't think anything's impossible. Sure. Um, I don't think he'd see a reason to do it. Right. That's the hardest thing for him. Yeah. And so he would go like, that's really far. End of story. End of story. <laughs> yeah. I can relate, man. But we can, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you can make things happen. Yeah. Um, you skate with, if you ever just put it in his, put it in his time, ear. What time is it? It's uh 10 50. I'll call him in like two hours. He'd be getting up. Okay. <laughs> okay. But listen, Lance, uh, we, want, we want to give you some nine club stuff. Oh, listen, thank you. This, the, the switch flip Manny has been here. Oh, you cup. you return the favor and I'm returning it back to you. Huh? There's, a, <laughs> there's a mug you can drink your green tea out of. Awesome. Thanks yeah. so much. And uh, of course, uh, there's... Your show's rad. I love you guys' show. Thank you so much, cool. man. That, that means a lot. Has there anyone come on and said, hey, you're, you know... Here's how you can make a show better. I don't really oh, like all it. All the time. Yeah. No way. <laughs> totally. <laughs> There's a shirt for you, a nine club shirt. It's a long sleeve. Oh, oh a long sleeve. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. But yeah, people have their ideas. You know, Lance, people say, oh, you could do this, you could do that. It, it's fine. That's different it's fine. than saying. There's a, and a beanie. Your show's great. Thank you. He's yeah. opening the beanie right now. Look at that. I'm going to, I want to reshoot the whole thing with his eyes. Okay. <laughs> I have really bad hair. All right, ready? Well, <laughs> we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. What's the um, cost? How many well, or you got like, a spe um, the tags specials. not even. I forgot about the special thing. Okay, Lance, let me tell you something. People come on the show, they say, you know, I say special, 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 right? You know? And then they want another special. Or oh. in the comments, they say, oh. you only gave them two specials or three specials or whatever. <laughs> I've just kind of nailed, narrowed it down to three. Okay? Oh. Special, special, special guest. But the... Uh, if they, ask, if for they ask for more, I'll give them more. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well... Only upon request. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to oblige. I'm glad to oblige. You know? Could I get two specials only? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> then people are going to say you left. I only want one special. No, no special. No special. <laughs> Could you imagine if Lance Mountain came on the show and I said, well, we are back, back in the nine club, everybody. Today, we got a guest. Lance <laughs> Mountain. So do, you know, do you know how <laughs> many comments so I would get ostracized? Do, do a new one just with that. Just with that. Yeah. Well, we hey. are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. I got Listen. stuff already. <laughs> Listen, today we got a guest. Thank you. <laughs> we got a guest. Let's <laughs> imagine it. Guest. Okay. I guest. Got a three. <laughs> How about three guests? Uh, this is cool. I've narrowed it down to three. Okay. Um, just to let you know, Lance. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming you, by. So much. All the great yeah. stories, <laughs> all the great, great everything. We got to be a part of the best part. Is there anything you want to tell us? I don't know. Any, anything that you've never told anybody before? Any breaking, <laughs> groundbreaking, any exclusives? Can you do an intro to four and one for, for us? Uh -oh. <laughs> Welcome to 4 and 1. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs>